Episode 16 of the Bullshitting Podcast is brought to you by Cobra Kaiser Personal Training. Do you want to look better? Do you want to feel better? Do you want a guy who's been healthy for about 10 minutes to tell you what to do and how it's worked for him? Well, you're in luck. Get a hold of Cobra Kaiser Personal Training. In this episode, you'll have four people who have, to this point, been less than successful in personal relationships and dating. And you're in luck. We're going to tell you exactly what you should and probably, more importantly, shouldn't do. Let that music sink in a little bit. It's great music. Good job, Justin. So what are we talking about this week, Brooke, for episode 16? Episode 16, we're talking about uh, divorce and everything that encompasses. We also have a special guest today, Cruz Gomez. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for some, so much for coming. He's yeah. our divorce superstar. That's why we invited <laughs> <I know>. him. <laughs> he's going to tell everyone at home how to do it right. <laughs> Or no, no. I hope he's, so. He's our child support alimony superstar. That's why he's for here. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> World record setter for people we know. <laughs> but so yeah, Justin had some stats in that for us. If you want to lead off with that. Well, you know what? I this is what got me on this topic because I saw somebody post something on Facebook. This is a girl I know, and she posted. I saw a TikTok recently about how one person stated how marriage just wasn't the same as in their grandparents' age and blamed women for being too independent. Another man stated that it's because women aren't legally required to have a man anymore for a bank account or credit card, mortgage, etc. So now men have to actually make a woman like them, and the simple fact was blatant, blatantly that most men aren't likable. I love it. Men can be very lovable and wonderful, but they do not have a right to us be as likable as you expect us to be. Yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of like marriage, I seriously think technology fucked it up, at least from my perspective. So. Well, like you get to see, like you scroll Facebook, right? And everybody's so happy. It's perfect. It's like, I don't upload like the first take. If I'm like, Hey, I lost 50 pounds. I'm going to take like four fucking pitch or like, I'm not going to take four, but if I take the first one, I'm like, ah, oh, this is like, we're gonna take another one. Right. Well, those fucking families that look perfect are doing the same thing. Young Joey is not being a little shit for fucking eight seconds. And then, you know, people are scrolling on that like, well, fuck, I wish I could be happy like that. So at least from my perspective, that's why I think. So so you're th- saying it's like a grass is greener type effect. Probably. People or they're like lives online and they're like, man, that looks great. And they like, think that their life sucks in comparison. Yeah, like they think those people are happy because that's the image they put out there, right? Like they don't have, com- maybe they don't have communication otherwise. I, I think a lot of people do that. They put their best foot forward on Facebook and like you get screenshots of like their happy days, but really their relationship is shit. I think that happens so much more than we actually think it does. Oh, yeah. I mean, or the relationship could be whatever, up or down. I mean, it could be a great relationship and good moments, but it's you're scrolling through everyone's all good moments and you're like, oh, yeah. man, I don't feel that happy. I, I kind of feel like when I do see things like that, Someone that has the, you know, most pictures of their great life, you know, they're the ones that are probably doing the worst. You want to know something? There was a girl, I knew a girl that would post about how great her husband was all the time. 
And I know for a fact she was fucking other guys. <laughs> and she that was always, always messes with my herself. brain. I'm like, don't compliment me online. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time a girl compliments you, you're like, who are you fucking? Yeah. What's his name? No, I, I did have a friend, and when I first met him, he was like, my wife is the most amazing thing on the face of the earth, and like... A couple months later, like, it comes to light that his wife is not the most amazing thing on the face of the earth, and he's hitting on me, right? <laughs> so that's really how it goes. You think he's just trying to show you, hey, I appreciate women. And, then and maybe, and maybe that, was that was, like was it. I, I really have no idea. I didn't care to find out. Oh, so it didn't well, work. Is, uh, no, that, <laughs> that doesn't work. Well, I thought every time you hit a, hit on a chick, it works. That's not a thing. <laughs> no, I'm I'm joking. Obviously, you fucking crash and burn like ninety nine percent of the time. Uh, because dudes' pickup lines are totally shit. I think actually, I was thinking about this the other day. The worst pickup line I've ever heard. I was at a bar, whenever, however old I was, and some dude was like. Do you want to get a six pack and fuck, or don't you drink? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the worst? It's That's not bad. <laughs> I realize maybe you know it came across a little too harsh. Oh uh, yeah, come on. It's about I usually delivery. Yeah, like, tell yeah, me exactly. I'm pretty or something like. <laughs> yeah, I, I at least well, warn him that I'm going to be. To fuck. I thought that's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> It is the same thing, right? Like, you're so pretty. Like, I want to fuck you or, yeah. you know, it's yeah. the same thing. But you can like, be more delicate about it in the first 30 seconds. Like, we're women. Please, like, seduce us into this shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> you think that's ever worked for him? No. No. Oh, I would, I'd probably say, yeah. You got 100 bucks? Depends on I mean, like, what time of night it is. The time that it worked, I bet they're like, do you have 100 bucks? Depends on how close to 2 o'clock in the morning it right, is. Right, right, right. That's when that, the crazy shit happens. That is definitely a thing, because at 2 o'clock in the morning, everybody's hot, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Andy's got beer. The bar's not giving it out anymore. <laughs> fuck. Right? I got a six-pack. Andy's going to have sex with me. Okay. You're like, fuck yeah. Where do you live? <laughs> It probably works on dudes that are just that drunk. Literally sober dudes that would work on. If I came up to some guy and was like, do you want to get a six-pack and fuck or don't you drink? Like, you'd be like, yeah, I'm in. Either probably way. work on, like, the most Christian guy that loves his wife. What are you I talking think, yeah. about? That's like a trap. <laughs> he was ready. That's was like ready. the most evil thing I've ever heard. Is a woman doing that? That's be And it's never happened, so it doesn't it's matter. It's never happened. <laughs> it's like a unicorn. Oh, if I was single, I would try that shit out. I mean, not that I would fuck them, but, like, using that line, absolutely, that would be fun. They should have a YouTube channel just dedicated to hot women asking guys to fuck and just to see what would happen. But yeah. the thing is, yeah. our brains would get scrambled because we've never experienced that before. So we'd be like, wait. Half wait. of them are going to be like. Is there a sniper on the roof? The guys checking their watch. They yeah. just don't even know what to do. Sure. They're short-circuiting. Oh, you'd just be dumbfounded. You're like, uh. Well, did you ever uh, see that one that was the the guy going up to married couples at the supermarket, and he would he would be like, "Hey, you was know, it the guy is like, I'm Tyrone." No, that one, no, no, <laughs> that one's great. That is, funny. but this one he's like got a briefcase full of money, and he's like, "How much for a night with your wife?" Oh, I saw that. Yes. <laughs> how much you got, buddy? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It depends how much you like your wife, but this dude's like, "Yeah, go ahead." 
He took the briefcase. It was like a million bucks or 150 grand. He's like, honey, we can pay off the house. Just do whatever he wants. (laughs) I swear to God, she was pissed. I would be pissed too. Yeah. If he was like, yeah, 150,000, sure, do whatever you want. Be like, motherfucker, that's my choice. I mean, as long as there's a guy that says okay and then opens the briefcase and it's empty, like, oh shit. I should have checked first. No, he was like letting him count it and shit before it happened. There is a price though, right? There's a number. Everybody's got a price. There's definitely a price. They made a movie about that a long time ago. You're like, how much are my student loans again? You know what my favorite thing was that kids would talk about when we were younger is being a sellout? It's like, I'm a sellout for my job right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. fucking hate it. We're all fucking sellouts. You're I'm right. absolutely a sellout. That like, if somebody wanted me to advertise something on here, uh, listeners beware. <laughs> because I'm going to fucking do it. I want to not work there. <laughs> 100%. Oh, yeah. Uh, because they literally own us for how much per hour? Like, you guys all more than me because I'm still in a price. You'll get there. But they literally fucking own us. It's yeah, just it's sure. just as miserable. Like, if you think it's going to feel better in three years, it doesn't. No, I, it doesn't. I know it's not going to feel better. You just feel easier about giving them shit when they try to get in your house. <laughs> exactly. That's about it. It's yeah. like, how far do I bend over? <laughs> yeah, it's the worst sometimes. Oh, uh, yeah, but, and I was thinking about that the other day, too, though, is, like, I was scrolling through Facebook looking at all of the events going on, and I'm like, this is everything that I miss out on because I work here. Mm-hmm. But then I started thinking about, like, all of the other stuff that I get to do because I work there. Like, right? during, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you're able to go and do this. You can get on the plane and do that. But Right. And, and maybe you're free, like, on a Tuesday during the day, and you get to go to the park, and, like, there's not a bunch of people there. Right. Exactly. There are pros to anything. It yeah. could always be worse. For sure. Absolutely. So how about some of those statistics? So uh, the first uh, question that I had is, and maybe you guys want to guess at these, even though I kind of texted you earlier about them. <laughs> um, are people who get married happier on average? I've been drinking Cruz, it, do you want to guess? Cruz didn't hear the, the uh, stats. I would I, I, say no. Okay. The actual answer is yes. I don't Women do tend to be slightly happier than men. <laughs> When it comes to marriage, uh, well, because now the guy's got to wear the ring too, right? <laughs> like engaged, you know, you get to put your fucking yeah, it's like your stamp now, on the now on the girl. goal. You know, when they're dating, their goal is always to get married. Not usually men. Some men want to get married, but a lot of women their their goal for dating is to get married. For sure, so. uh, marriage offers them some sort of security. That is, I guess would be my guess. I don't know. Maybe Brooke, you have a different. No, no. I, well, I don't have that perspective. Sorry, I'm not a great female perspective on that. But I think when men get married, they're like, all right, I'm going to get laid all the time. And then <laughs> guess what? You don't. That because evil laugh tells me that. You need to go back to plan. the Bible on that, Brooke. <laughs> a, a woman is not to deprive herself from her husband. Yes. Uh, for a wife. some Sorry. reason, it's all about most the Bible. women the book. use sex as like some sort of control over their husband, right? Oh, yeah. Like it's this weird fucked yeah. up thing. Like, they do. <laughs> You pissed me off, so no, you're not going to get laid, or you didn't do the dishes, so you're not getting laid, Just or not by her. like whatever on a whim, yeah. you're not getting laid. So I think that's like a, like dating, you get laid whenever you want, and then you get married, and then like she comes up with this crazy shit where like yeah. everything changes. I so mean, she's trying to get cheated on if that's her if that's her thing. Yes, yes, right, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, so now he, because I think when we were talking about divorce and stuff, 
if you were to just do it by the numbers, the guy is probably has more to lose. Like what was like, go? Let's get in. Uh, let's well, not. Maybe I'm skipping ahead. Point. Maybe I'm skipping ahead. No, that's actually a good point, Brad. Because uh, that first thing that I read, uh, the girl, her idea was men actually have to work hard to keep a marriage going, basically. And I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like men are the ones in divorce that lose out. So once a marriage takes place, now the women are in a position of more power because they're going to get, you know the earnings that a man had to go to work and get. That's how I feel about it. And um, the women, honestly, I think they have more control in the bedroom. So that that gives them another level of control. I I absolutely agree with you. Yes. Uh, I think the court system is fucked up in that way where they give women more power. They can, like, say something happened or, like, use, like, menial things against men to, like, get control of the situation. The alimony, like, why the fuck do you need alimony? Like, you have your <laughs> right. own job. That's exactly right. Right? Well, like, some of them have child support? Jobs. Okay, yeah. I get that, but alimony? Like, fuck off. And even Unless the you're a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, like, and even, like, this, I don't even think you have to skew it anymore. What's You can just get divorced for any reason now. Either yeah, person can end it, right? No-fault divorce. So... But yeah, like for, I think the reason that it exists is for like situations when the husband and the wife come together and maybe they agree like, Hey, you're going to stay home and I, I would rather the kids not be at the sitter, whatever. And then it doesn't work out. And now she's not been marketable for 10, 15 years, right? Like that mm-hmm. sounds like a bad spot where now the, the husband runs off with like a younger chick or something, right? And she's on her own. But right, she but, just but has it, 20 years of like taking care, raising kids and right. he worked and made all this money. So I get it from that perspective. But from the two income households, it is very fucked up. Right. And the majority of the time these days, it is a two income household. So if your kids are 15 years old, like get your ass out of the house and go the fuck to work. Like that's not your ex-husband's problem. Alimony was designed for women to have the same level of Lifestyle. Uh, lifestyle. That's a, that's a, yeah. While they were married. Why do we need to provide women with the same level of lifestyle while they're married? While these men that are paying this alimony, like, are living paycheck to paycheck and can barely afford food. Right. Yeah. That's so fucked up. And any female that is okay taking that from their ex, so they're like literally working like second and third jobs just to fucking eat and pay their bills so she can have some lifestyle. That's just beyond fucking comprehension for me. I'd, like yeah, sorry. grow up hair and get a fucking job. I just think it's a it's a out of date thing, right? Because you know, maybe fifty, thirty, fifty, whatever it was written, people are getting together at sixteen, seventeen years old and maybe that person went from being this female went from being with mom and dad to now she's with her husband and he works and like now she doesn't have any skills. She's can't, I mean, she could get a job, whatever. And I think that's why it was written. But like nowadays the way relationships work in that, I mean, you could, you potentially have like somebody with a college education, right? Like just, just able around. to just sit pretty. That, that's what my, my ex-wife, uh, when she, you know, she started school and we started having children and she stepped away from school for several years and, you know, the kids started getting, you know, close to school age and she was having some free time and, you know, I, I told her, you know, you need to finish your degree, you know, so 
eventually when the kids are in school, you can return to the to the workforce and you know whatever happens happens, you know. So you're not sitting there with like you said multiple years of um, not being marketable because you're not working right. a, yeah. a, a job. And you know I paid out of my pocket to send her to a private university. She finished, you know, which is really tough for her because she wasn't very she wasn't really smart. So <laughs> she was a hard worker. So I'll give her that. She you married know, you. That was a good. She was a hard worker. Good exactly. work ethic. So she was always a stay at home mom. And then when she got got her degree, she's like, eh. I start telling people she was retired, and that uh, she didn't need to get a job. So I mean, I don't understand how someone can just you know take advantage of one person and then. Once they decide to leave, you know, like, oh, you did everything for me, but give me all your money, too. Here's right. We, we all had COVID, right? So you guys yeah. have yeah, COVID. Yeah, I had COVID. Yeah, I had it. And, oh, yeah. Best two and weeks of my life. <laughs> I had 10 days. I, I, I ate ass that week. It was fucking amazing. COVID was amazing. Sitting at home with no responsibilities yeah. was amazing. Now, I had to quarantine with my kids because I had been exposed with my kids. Yeah, but you got to hang out with your kids. Which was awesome. Yeah. I loved it. And so... Being a stay-at-home parent is often looked at as a sacrifice. I had to sacrifice my job so that I could be a stay-at-home parent. To me, it's not a sacrifice. It's a huge, huge perk. Yes. It, it really is. I have an opinion on that because I've done both. I was a stay-at-home mom, and then I was a working mom. I can tell you 100% being a working mom is so many times harder than being a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> like, it, there's not even a comparison. When I see... Friends that I have on Facebook complain about being a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> like, I want to throw up. Like, shut the fuck up. What? Try working 36 or 48 hours a week and then doing the grocery shopping, cleaning the house, taking care of the kids, doing all of the school and, stuff. And how, like, it's it's not, there's not even a comparison. Well, and you're wired to do, I don't know, that sounds super sexy. <laughs> no, but like the multitasking, to right? To be able to do all that stuff. Like, you yeah. want to do that stuff for your family, right? You, you saw I your mom do to. it. I literally have to because I know. there's nobody else to do it. But if but that's yes. the only thing you had to do, like that sounds pretty good. It was Because you're doing that and working. When I stayed at home with my kids, like we got up, we went to kindergarten. I like cleaned the house. I made yeah. dinner. Like everything was planned. We made amazing cupcakes and desserts that's because awesome. I had yeah. time for that. Yeah, and that's like, great. Like I would much prefer that than the working mom thing because that is so much harder. And that's what I always pictured. Like with my ex-wife and I, I always said like once I got into the refinery, I was like, hey, like once I'm topped out and, you know, making enough money, like if you want to go back to part time or not, because money wasn't like the driving factor of our household. Like that wasn't super important. Like so if she wanted to be able to be around for the girls and that. I mean, that's fine. That, that was something we talked about. But the idea was just have her work enough where she could keep all of her certifications so that if something would happen, like right. I would get hurt or be unemployed. Like then, you know, we were double-edged, you know, there. Yeah. But very much I I like the idea of like the kids not having to go to daycare, what, you know, whatever it is. I it, But from the sounds of it, the whole time you were saying like do this in the short term. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was always the plan. Some people we, view it different, you know. We, going into our marriage, you know, we discussed, you know, not wanting someone else to raise our children. So we both agreed, you know, early on that once we start having children, you know, someone will both get a job. Whoever has a better job, you know, the other one will just kind of wane off or not work yeah. at all. And then one of us would take care of the kids. And then once the kids were in school or school age, 
then the other one will get at least a part-time job and then work to get a full-time job that can coincide with the kids the kids schedule so that someone could always still be there with them but when it came down to the actually yeah she know, wouldn't get to go back to that, work she's like ah, i don't want to work so, right i mean and that's a, a big wrench to throw into a marriage after you needed to be years. like documenting that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an issue that's, that's actually interesting because i had a similar conversation before i got married mm-hmm. where we said look i i'm gonna work obviously and i think you should work too we have uh two sets of loving grandparents that can take care of the kids if we both happen to be working at the same time which was a huge benefit mm-hmm. and about six months into it my ex-wife was like hey you know i'm just i'm really anxious i'm really stressed i don't like being away from the kids can i go back to part-time and even though that's not what we had discussed and i didn't like that idea i thought well maybe this will make you happy so because you know i think it's gonna be good for your mental health let's do that and um that actually caused some problems because now when we were both working um we had a a a better separation of labor around the house but since she was going to be home more i expected her to do more around the house and I remember I came home from work one day and she said, hey, I'm a little bit stressed because I don't feel like you're helping out enough around the house. And I'm like, well, what do you need me to do? And she's like, well, maybe if you could clean up a little more. And I looked around the house and it was all her messes that she was making from being home all day. I had the and same I thought, this is, and, and for me, it was such a mind fuck to, to be like, wait a minute. So I, you know, we talked about it. We agreed that you would stay home to help you de-stress. And now it's like, I also need to be your cleanup person when I get home. It doesn't make any <laughs> yeah. sense to me. Yeah, I had a similar situation. Like, uh, like I, I'm, I'm just not a dick. I don't. I'm pretty laid back. So, like, yeah, Cruz, I, I like home. you. You're good. <laughs> would, Go ahead. I would come home and come off like a dick. Kind of wrecked. You know, we have three at the time because our three youngest are ten months apart. So we were just they're all real close together. So I don't understand. You know, you're being at home. The kids are running around destroying the house. You know, it's gonna come gonna be hard to keep up with everything so you know i didn't really didn't bother me i'm not the guy that come home and like why the fuck is this house clean no that's not me so i would come home and it's like okay i'm, I'm not jumping over piles of shit to try to get to where i need to be so this, this is good and this is cool for me you know whatever but then like i'd go work, work three days in a row and the house would kind of look the same and i'm like you know it's kind of, yeah right. what's going on yeah yeah i wouldn't even say anything but like, <laughs> all right it's all right, it's cool, you know, whatever. But then the next day, I'd have finally have a day off, my one day off a week, and I'd go sit down and watch TV and kick my feet up, you know, just, you know, to ease through the morning and then, you know, figured you know, right. by the afternoon I'll start cleaning up some, with, with with her. And uh, as soon as I turned the TV on, kicked my feet up, fucking, she'd grab the remote, turn that TV off and say, it's time for us to clean. I was, I'd look around and be like, who's us? <laughs> right. Because I've been working the last three days, and I didn't say anything. It's been the same, looks the same, right. and the house hasn't been clean. Why am I cleaning up your mess? And you want to make any sense? That's to the me. weird thing is I never complain about the mess, but when you bring the mess, you know, and put it in my lap yeah, that exactly. I need to take care of it, now I have a little bit of scrutinizing that I think I should, you know, yeah. I have a right to do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely feel that. Like I just worked weekend nights. I woke up this morning. Yesterday morning, actually, in my weekend of nights, and nobody had done the dishes. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, you're not working. You're on vacation. Why am I doing the dishes? Hey, like, Brooke, there's actually some dishes in the sink uh, here <laughs> if uh, you could hook us up. You know, actually, the dishes in the control room, like, like once a week when I go to wash my dishes after I eat, I'll wash 
all of the dishes in the sink, but like I don't make it a point to wash all of them all yeah. the time because oh, I don't want you to motherfuckers to get used to no. it. <laughs> but it's different at home, right? Like when somebody is on vacation or somebody works a Monday through Friday from seven to three schedule, like if I'm working 36 hours and three fucking days and I'm tired, I shouldn't have to come home and do the fucking dishes or take the garbage out. Like, <laughs> for, for the record, hey, for the record, I knew I had guests. That's why there's only like five things in the sink. You should have seen that shit this morning. <laughs> You're the only one that lives here. I know. And look right? how fucking you guys are talking about like three kids walking around. I'm like, yeah. fuck, I do this all on my own. <laughs> Oh, my kids do not clean at my house. I clean everything. My kids are the worst. No, I'm just talking about the mess part of it. Like, I'm talking about the mess. Like, I got shit laying all over the place. I don't have any fucking kids walking around here. My kids come over for a weekend, they destroy my house, and it takes till the next weekend they come (laughs) for me to actually get a hold of the mess. (laughs) It's ridiculous. But I don't, I feel like, you know, I don't see them as often as I'd like. So, the last thing I want to do is, like, say, Hey, take some of the time that we have to spend together and clean my house, you know? Right. But that's almost unfair to you because. Yeah. You should be able to instill that structure in their life yeah. because their mom might be thinking the same thing. And so they're almost missing out on that structure mm-hmm. by, you know, them taking time away from you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, I, a lot of times um, the girls, they, they they like to make sure that I'm taken care of. They're, <laughs> yes. they're really good. So occasionally they'll be like, man, they'll just, they'll just start cleaning something or whatever. Whatever be their, their room or the kitchen or living room or whatever, they'll, they'll, they'll take care of me. So. That's awesome. My little daughter does that. She's 15. She does the dishes. She'll vacuum. She'll steam up, like, all of that stuff. Like, she's really good at that, making sure that I'm taken care of when I work that much. So that's amazing. Yeah, kids know. Like like I say, you're you're having to basically say yes to all overtime at this point, right? Yeah, I don't say So, like, they get it. Well, I say no. They to don't the, understand I, it, but they. I try not to pick up the weekends when I have my kids. Other than that, like during the week, I only get a four-hour visit during the week. So it's like, am I really going to say no to an overtime shift that's going to help us? Yeah. For a four-hour, you know, and I, but I'll make sure that I don't. If I take multiple shifts during the week and I miss them, then I will not take it on the weekend. When Secure I have it, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I have some happiness facts. I know we got kind of off track, oh, but I don't know. No, it's fine. I just have it in the thing. There's so, no um, forum to this whole thing. <laughs> Say whatever. So snorkel. The, the happiness thing is somewhat skewed by the fact that people that are happier tend to get married. So I think that's worth noting. But it still says that marriage makes people happier. And then <laughs> by the tone in your voice, I think you're calling bullshit. Do you want to elaborate? How do you how do you measure someone's happiness? I don't know. I understand that. I mean, it's I mean, a lot. Because everybody through. lies, you know. <laughs> no, well, yeah, these if, are just if surveys. You ask me today, if I'm happy, I'm going to say yes. No, but if you had a survey, like right now at this moment, are you happy? But no one knows. What happy or, or like is. one to ten, you would pick a number, right? But nobody knows what happy is. It's different for you. Are you enjoying yourself? Time. I don't know. I, I like where this is going, but Justin's you know, not going to like it. it. Why? He's going deep. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't mind if he goes deep. Nobody minds if you later at your place, <laughs> not here. It's only fucking walking distance, okay? No, 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 it's not. It's clean. Don't worry about it. It's totally clean. I swear to God. Is it like vegan clean? <laughs> no, it's like been washed and nothing nasty's happened in it. That's what it's like. Okay, you know we have to. Uh, 
That whole cut, no, the whole cover comes off and it goes in the washing machine. Nothing bad has ever happened in it. Everyone was having a good time. I notice it's empty now. Yeah, what do you mean there's something that's no going to make you happy right now. You know, your experiences change that. So yeah. it could be making you happy now, but later on, I mean, everything's constantly changing, evolving. You are a person is constantly changing and evolving. So what makes you happy now may not make you happy later. I mean, it's 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 kind of a question of. Uh, and that's a risk that you take. Like yeah. and like statistically, fifty percent of marriages fail. And then when you get into your second marriage, it's like oh, sixty no. or seventy percent. Oh, yeah, and then marriage. on your third one, like eighty percent of them fail. Because you like, start to realize that you're just a fucking miserable person. I think at that point, you're like, maybe it's not though. I maybe mean, anybody happy. happy. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just no. I like to be mad. I don't know. But the happiness thing. That second time around, you're like, fuck it, I've done this once. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I fucking know how to do this. I'll change my name again. <laughs> no, but the happiness thing, I was going to say something that makes me super happy, but it sucks at the time, is exercise. Like, yeah. I, like I, when I go to do it, I don't want to do it most of the time. Sometimes I'm in the mood to do it, but I go do it, and then, like, I, if I really exert myself, that's what makes me happy, and... I don't know. It's not necessarily happy in the moment. So that is interesting. I like how you say the moment part of it. Is that like a comparison to marriage? Like, <laughs> I like yeah, exercise more you're, you're than married. the one time I've tried marriage. Yes. Yeah, you're, you're not happy in the moment, moment but like ultimately. Afterwards, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> Afterwards. <laughs> like after it's over. Yeah. Yes. I'm okay. So all of us have been divorced. So let's talk about that since that's the topic. Uh, Brad, why did you get divorced? <laughs> well, I'm not. <laughs> so I just figured out why I got divorced like this year. Oh, and it's been six years. Or did you just sort of like have a uh, an epiphany? An epiphany of like where I think it was an issue with me that slowly made us like go apart from each other. Mm -hmm. And then it ultimately, it was just, we weren't getting along. We weren't having sex. Like, you know, it, that, that's what it ended up being. And then I horrible. was, I was going to say, yeah, it's, it wasn't fun, but I mean, I would have endured that for two more decades just to see my kid every night. Were you, yeah. were you happy yeah. when you were married? Did marriage make you happier at the time? Yeah. Like when it first happened. Yeah. But for, like as, as it drew on, was it, I would say it, it just slowly decreased because it was just, like I said, there was like a resentment that built between the two of us to where by the end of it, you said something about her flipping the TV off on you. Yeah. I actually went to jail the night that my fucking, <laughs> my ex-wife did that shit to me. And we got divorced very shortly after that. Yeah. Oh, man. So... Yeah, don't shut my fucking TV off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, uh, I, I didn't. Feel you. I didn't for, for that, the that, uh, for the of a guy. You know. For the record, I did not touch her, and she never said that I did. But I am a super angry guy, Cruz. No, 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 no. Yes, I've been to multiple different anger managements. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's just because, like, for me, it's probably one of those things that when it's if it's something that's that big of a deal, like once I like open that 
up, it's like it just all comes out. Like yeah, from the last one. The longer you're in a relationship, they know your buttons. Oh, and for when, sure. When they want to piss you off, they'll they'll push him. Yeah, and they'll we'll wait for. It. They'll just but, sit back and wait. But I still think that I got this motherfucker. Yeah. Right, maybe, but. In a, in a sober state, like we're drinking right now, so like I don't necessarily have, you know, if somebody wants to push my buttons that hard, they probably are going to get the result they want, yeah. right? But in a sober state, I think anger is like something that is an internal dialogue. Like, yeah, for sure. hey, they shouldn't be doing this. They should, you know, this fucking anger management thing, it was, this guy said, yeah, it's when you should all over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 fairly accurate. Like if somebody cuts in line at a fucking Kroger, gets in the checkout line with you, you're like, they should shouldn't. I should have to fucking wait for them. Yeah, like their parents the should have something. taught them better. Like you could say a hundred should things, just get shit out of your head. So what do you think was like the biggest contributing factor to the failure of your marriage? At the point that it failed, I think it was just me being an asshole. And just not being there for her, like when she wanted to talk about stuff, you know, drinking a lot, stuff like that, as I fucking drink a beer. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it, it all stems from like, for me, I've, I grew up as an insecure person. So I think that was kind of like how, how to handle a relationship type thing. Or maybe fundamentally, that's why I like the idea of like, you know, if I got married and I'm having kids, that's why I thought it'd be cool if she was home with the kids. She's not going to fuck your friend if she's home with the kids, right? Like, maybe oh, that's what it was. Not your friend, but the next door neighbor. Well, maybe. Yeah. And he was handsome. He was real handsome, Jeff. Oh, man. Yeah. But he was he worked more than I did. He's He'd be good. I did him. Oh. <laughs> it was good. Uh, uh, Cruz, so what contributed to your divorce? I really don't know. Like, it's funny because I remember when she filed and she came to me and said, hey, I filed, filed for divorce. And I'm like, why? And she said, because you're mean sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, can you elaborate? She's like, no. I'm like, you're just mean sometimes, so I'm out. I'm like, well, it's kind of weird because you're mean all the time. And <laughs> I'm still here trying, you know. And right. You know, I I realized after a year of therapy and, like, getting through all this shit that, like, I wasn't happy. As as happy as I was telling myself, as happy as I was telling her, and eventually I I apologized to her even and saying, you know, know, sorry I lied to you. I lied to you saying that I was happy. I was very unhappy. And I may have taken it out on you because I was probably about 10 years I was was living on four hours of sleep a day. Right. So, and she expected me to be this perfect person. I'm like, I'm not I'm going to be irritable. I'm going to be angry event sometimes okay. because, you know, when you're not getting enough sleep, you, you can't do anything right. Sure. You know, everything, you know, the littlest thing will set you off. So, you know, I apologize to her for that and for the fact that, you know, part of my, my issues with her was the fact that I, I personally thought she treated me like shit. And I told her, you know what? That's on me too. Half part of it is on me, because no one can treat you like shit unless you allow them to. Exactly. So I allowed her to treat me like shit, and then 
she thought it was okay, and she just pushed it, pushed it farther and further and further, and I just kept allowing it because I was just trying to keep the peace and the fact that I was I got married young, so you know I was kind of yeah you know always just trying to be the good guy, you know, just trying to just keep things going because we had four kids and you know things you know a lot of times were good, but there were some bad things that came up, you know, some fights and stuff like that. But it was to me never enough to. For me to just call it quits. Right. But. Dude, we asked <laughs> everyone to put this shit on night. Sorry. No, I'm just it's messing. It's my, it's my turn to message you don't, Go ahead and message but, uh, him. We finish your thing and then message him. So, I, yeah, I lost my train of thought. So, um. You tried to keep things together. You tried yeah, to keep it happy. Keep, you keep you know. things together. And, you know, I was brought up the, the way, you know, old school, you know, you always keep it together for the kids. So, there was plenty of times where, like, man, I had a countdown to my last one turns 18. And I'm, I'm fucking gone. And, you know, right. I, I yeah. sold myself short. And instead of, you know, stepping away and just calling it quits, I just let it go, let it go, let it go. So Thanks, now look, looking back now, you know, she really did me a favor because I probably would have never left because that's just who I am. I did. I made the best of things. And as long as my kids were happy, that's all that I cared about. And that was enough to keep me going. Right. But it wasn't fair to, to me. And I did take some of it out on her, so that's on me also. So I'm I'm pretty realistic to you know, knowing that, you know, it's not wasn't all her fault, but right. you know, it wasn't all my fault fault either, which she tried to put on me. For sure. It was all it was all you, you're a piece of shit, you're a negative person, blah blah blah. So it took me a long time to figure out that that was just her deflecting. You have to kind of track it back, too, because it happens over so many years. You know, you have to kind of unpack that yes. and really think, like, what was going on at that moment. And sometimes exactly. it's not one specific thing. It's just a thousand things that happen yeah. over the course of five or ten years or whatever it is. And you might date somebody seriously again, and you're like, oh, well, this is <laughs> this is why it is. You know, I don't fucking know. So, so I, or, no, I'm saying, like, you might be like, oh, well, this is where it went wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. But right. I think Maybe you probably held on because you had more to you had a lot to lose yeah, financially, yeah, right? Sure. So yeah. you're going to endure that too. Oh yeah, not like, just yeah, for the kids. But I think we hang on for the kids a lot more than we really should, right? I do too. Yeah, for sure. Every time I was not happy in my marriage, and I went to my dad, and I was like, "Okay, I'm not happy. This isn't working." He's like, "Well, you know, for the kids and financially, it just makes more sense to stay." Well, and like. And- Regardless of whether I was happy or not, that was his whole point. Part of the problem with that, too, is they can take the kids away from you. So if you get a divorce, it's not like they just say, hey, okay, you take them one week and you take them the next week, which would be fair. Yeah. They basically, you know, can just say, hey, you're in every other weekend dad now. And you're like, oh, thanks. That's awesome. And and why isn't 50-50 custody the default? Because it should be. It's. I have all girls. Girls need their dads. Right? Like, yep. statistically, every study that they've done, like, girls that don't have their dads have higher incidences of anxiety, depression, mental health issues. Like, it should be 50-50 across the board every time unless it's proven otherwise. And that's not how it goes. Cur- currently, there are actually two or three states where it's 50-50 by default, basically. But it should be all 50 states. It really should. Really should be. Maybe it made sense at one point, you know, hey, this is the best way to do it. And it worked for that time period, but things change over time. Yeah, I and think so it's, now. It changed by, fa- I mean, 
that goes back to the mo- like uh, mothers tending to stay home, right? Yeah, like right. the dad was working yeah. 50, 60 hours a week. Like he's not going to – you're fucking him by giving him the kids every other right. week. And, and let's be honest. It's a carrot to say, hey, we're going to – you know, somebody else is going to pay you to stay home and watch your kids. And like I was saying, that was part of my point. You know, when I had COVID, it was great. It was great to stay. I love staying home. And so if you give somebody that carrot – you know, that's sort of an incentive to say, you know, I, I would rather stay home and just drive the kids to school in my pajamas than have <laughs> yeah. to wake up, you know, shovel the snow off my car and drive to work every morning. Well, you're seeing that right now in the unemployment rates. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's happening male, female, all of society right now. So and it's like the tendency to want to mooch, I guess, is very real, right? Whether it's off of a man or off of the government. You know, I'm not, and, and I'm making a generalization because, you know, I, I, I have two I, examples. You know, I, think, I don't know. I think, the <laughs> <laughs> well, I think going back to the fact that, you know, like you said, it's changed. So generationally, look, I mean, look at your, your dad. Did your dad spend a lot of time with you by himself without your mother involved? Either one of you guys? Oh, uh, my, uh, my dad actually My did. dad's the so worst it was, example. It was probably the so the I, I exception, not the rule. Older, older brother and a younger brother who were completely not interested in like anything he had going on. Mm-hmm. But like he worked 60, 70 hours a week, and on the weekends he was fixing shit. Mm-hmm. My brothers were off doing whatever, and I had little hands, so my hands <laughs> could get in those spaces. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was there. But yeah, uh-huh. I spent a lot of time with my dad when I was growing up on the weekends, fixing stuff and doing stuff. You and, know. That that actually is an interesting point because you spent time with your dad, and you feel that that men should have more, um, you know, time with their kids. The court should give men more time with their kids. Think of the entire generations of kids that didn't get to spend time with their dad, and maybe they think their dad's a piece of shit because exactly. because their mothers were pieces of shit and turned their kids against their dads. Right, and they I, had a I've whole system so much in the system, like you're. You're getting to it, yeah. Yeah, it, the system does that, but women do that, like, so many so, times. I. But, like, in in his case, he has to take all the overtime because it's so skewed in one way. Right? Yeah. And that's so not he's right. going to miss shit, right? Oh, yeah. You're going to miss, a, like, a dance recital or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm sorry for stealing it from you, but no, you're fine. that's where, you, where you're going, right? The, the whole system is stacked against you, so you feel, as a woman, they feel justified, like, well, the system agrees with me. Exactly. So and, this, and I'm entitled to it. It's a snowball. You're entitled to it. It's exactly. snowballing on itself. Because you're not really entitled to take your father, the, the father, away from your daughter or your child. You're yeah. not entitled to do that. They need that. Study by study shows that kids need their dads. Now, like, why do And I've had that conversation with my children. I'm like... You know, even if it would go the other way, because, you know, I like to look at the both sides of everything. And I say, even if the courts told me today that you can't see your mother, I don't want that. Right. You don't want that. Right. right. Why, exactly. why, why, but it's going the other she, way. She's like, doing why, it to be a dick. That's what it comes down to. Like that. For so, sure. Uh, you were tired. You were an asshole a couple of times. Yeah. So now she's going to be an asshole yeah, until she thinks you're different. Yeah, she's going to flex on you. I will, it's I will been say, three and a half years, and she's still just a dick to me all the time. So I've been divorced for, <laughs> I think, six now. And I think my ex-wife finally sees that I'm a different person than the guy that she divorced. Yeah. Like, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I admit it, I was being yeah. an asshole to her. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're really cool now. So I really hope 
for that for well, you. Well, I'm not divorced it, it, yet. And it's been three and a half years trying to get divorced. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm married my second time around, and his ex-wife, like... Just, You're married? Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes me want to beat my head against the wall. Like, uh, when he was going through... Like, he was divorced that take when later. I met him. Someone else. And, like, <laughs> when she found out about me, shit hit the fan. Like... She said that I was an unfit parent, that I was a piece of trash. She actually came after me and tried to get me fired from my job. That's crazy. Yeah, It it was that extreme. And I'm like, I'm I'm not trying to take your child, right? Like, your child is in my home. I'm going to care for your child exactly like I care for my own. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't get that mentality, like why you're so vindictive and why you're so angry against other women that are in your ex-husband's lives. Like, right. wh- why is that a thing? Like, She's got nothing better to do, it sounds like. I mean, yeah, or, be you know, happy she just... that there's another female out there that is willing to love your child like you do. Yeah, yeah. but and, they're just, they're closed mind. They're not seeing it from that perspective. Like, I, I actually saw a turn the other direction. Like, I think... Well, just I don't remember if it's like Facebook memories or whatever. It has people in it. Well, like when we got divorced, she blocked me on Facebook, which is fine. Like that's what she needed to do. That's care. how I knew mine filed for divorce. <laughs> I was at work one day and I seen that she changed her profile picture, which is always uh, the two of us and our daughter for over two years, and then she changed it to her and the girls. Ah, uh, so, and I came home the next day and she told me she filed for divorce. Jesus. But, but like when I was dating Kaylee, like she, like, uh, there was a period of time where I wasn't blocked. And I'm guessing because she just wanted to see who the fuck yeah, Kaylee was, you know? Yeah. But she was, like, to be honest, like she started being a little cool. Like I thought she would be weird about it, like, like you were talking about. Yeah. Um, but, the, but she but the, seemed like she was cooler about it. But she's also in a good relationship, like, which is good. I want her to be. Yeah. And like, that's the thing is like, Strong women love other strong women, right? Like we do. All of my friends that are females are strong women. We love the shit out of people because we're no, we, we know you're not petty bitches. And I know your ex-wife as a pharmacist and like who she is, she's a strong woman. She has she's to be. She's giant. She's a giant. Exactly. You know? And Kaylee is. Kaylee is a yeah, strong woman. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Kaylee is a fucking badass. Like, and we love other people like that because... We identify, we can trust women like that, like, and that's why it works like that. I actually talked to Kaylee for the first time in a couple days, or this week, for the first time in a couple months, but I just saw that award she got. Yes. And I was like, hey, good job, keep it up, kid, or something like that, and she said thanks, you know, it's like, I'm not, it was no angle, I'm just like, I'm rooting for her, you know, she's a cool person. And that's how, like, we as women should be, we should root for other women, and that's not what we do, especially when our ex-husbands get into relationships, so my ex-husband is dating some girl that I'm friends with on Facebook, I had no idea, so my youngest daughter, who is 14, texted me, and she was like, oh my god, you're friends with dad's girlfriend on Facebook, and I'm like... Am I? <laughs> How many Facebook friends do you have? Because I, I was just trying to think about that the I other know, day after that conversation at work. I'm like, you've got to have thousands, like so, like three so to I'm five thousand. Right, and That's I know who it is, and I'm like, okay, like 
Yeah, I um, saw them from at this Facebook restaurant. Post? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 2300. Okay. So, how well do you know this woman? Uh, so, she is the wife of. Wait, she's married still? Ex wife. Oh, well, okay. I, no, so it's a messed up situation. So, there's the guys that I went to school with that I'm still friends with, amazing guys. Their younger brother uh, committed suicide. And she was his wife at the time. Mm. And I'm pretty sure from recollection, like, she was there when he shot himself. Oh, wow. So, I'm, like, that had to be the most traumatic thing ever. Oh, for her sure. Life, yeah. Right? And she had young kids at the time. So, this is the person that's dating my ex-husband. Well, has anyone ever told you to smile, though? Oh. To, and look pretty for me. I mean, come on. Don't tell me what yes. feelings to I, feel. I, I worked, yes, come on. I, I worked in healthcare. You know how many old so. guys have told me to smile, and I'm like, oh, big smile. There you go, dude. I don't care. Like yeah. you're fucking seventy. You I just wanted smile, to pull I'll something old, you. you know. Yeah. We're, I'll be honest. That would annoy me. The smile thing. If like people told me to do stuff, but I think what bothered me about that post was that they that they put their own feelings on what the other person meant. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. That's yeah. the problem with That's it. It's exactly like maybe it. that person didn't mean for you to stop feeling whatever you were feeling. Anyway, not to drag up. And, so what and you and I have that? had that same conversation, I know, talking about text message. Like like text message, it's real easy they can to mis- put an emotion behind it. You can it. misinterpret that. And I've sure. told you that's something like I struggle with. I've gotten like way better in the last couple of years. Sure. But but just because they interpreted that way doesn't mean that the person who said it meant it that way. And that's exactly it. Like how I see it when it's said to me is like some eighty year old dude, like that's my grandpa being like, Smile, right. you should cheer up, right? It's yeah. not anything like you should stop feeling what you're feeling. Like we're so far beyond that. All right, Justin. Yeah, we a can cu- talk about a your couple divorce, sure. since we haven't gotten there yet. I've talked about it many times. Uh I think the issue that we had you did was say it. We would have a fight, you know, just like any normal couple would have, but it would it would never really have a resolution unless I admitted to some sort of wrongdoing. So in the example that I gave earlier, I came home and the house was dirty and let's say it was all my ex-wife's stuff just laying around all over the place. And she said, hey, you need to help me clean the house more. You know, I mean, that would be a, a, a weird position for me to be in. So if I said, oh, yeah, you're right, then the fight would be over. Or if I said, hey, you know, a lot of this stuff is yours. Maybe you should just be like more tidy around the house. Mm-hmm. That fight would never that would never end. That would be an open ended fight. And in let's say that maybe we didn't come to a resolution. Well, that's just there, you know. And then the next fight that we had, which would be some other stupid fucking thing, but that last fight would come up. And so it got to the point where this thing snowballed into something that was so big it just it broke us. Yeah. So one night we were having a fight and, you know, I think that she was, she was kind of bluffing a little bit. She said, well, do you want to get a divorce? And (laughs) I forgot about her. She told me later that she didn't think that I would say yes. But my answer was this. Yeah. Like that. (laughs) And that was it. I fucking forgot this story until you got to this. Here's what fucked me. Because my parents were married. I mean, they're still married, right? Yeah. I didn't know anything about divorce. I just knew that I was a good dad. I was a good provider. 
And, and I did, you know, I checked all the boxes that someone yeah. should check, except that we didn't have a great marriage, right? And I didn't think that that was my fault. I felt like a lot of our problems stemmed from her. So I thought, I'm going to walk into that fucking courtroom, and they're going to be like, God damn it. We've been looking for a guy like you. You're a stand-up guy. You did everything right. I, I, she I, is a, a sloppy bitch. I She's cannot fucking wait to give you 50-50 custody of your kids, and you guys can just separate. But what I didn't know is that Every state gets millions of dollars from the federal government, uh-huh. and it is a system that uh, if you give at least – like for every divorce, if as long as 80% of them have some sort of payment exchanged, you get the full amount. Um, I don't know. There's other criteria. I didn't really research this as much as I did the other stuff. But That's uh, right. The government wants to break apart the family. It wants to it's the make the dad not be around. The states have an incentive to pick a parent and christen them the custodial guardian, and then the other parent has to pay that person money. Because and I didn't know that. They take that. 3%, too. They take 3% of the fee of the payment each two. month. Yeah. Is it's it 2 and a half? 2%? Yeah. In, in the and maybe state it's three of now. Michigan, it's That's, like $40. So when my ex husband and I went through that, uh, they were like, well, do you want to go through the front of the court for child support? And I'm like, uh, no, he can just pay me. They're missing out on like. They're measly fifty dollars a month, but they actually want that because that's fifty dollars a month times how many people? Right, but I said two percent. So two percent on fifty five hundred yeah, is much more than forty dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. Whatever. I'm sorry, I was just yeah. trying. I looked it up one time, oh, and there was one, just one county <laughs> in Ohio paid like a billion dollars in child support. So what's 2% of a billion dollars? I mean, it's, yes. it's multiple millions of dollars. And then, not only that... I'm not doing that kind of math right now. Of, <laughs> I've been drinking. All of the people that, that work for the child support system, that's uh, that federal incentive goes to help pay their salary. Yeah. So and that could also be, and I don't know this for sure, but that could be... I don't think it's actually a judge that over... Uh, that presides over the family court system. I think it's a magistrate. And that, Either way, some, it's very similar some, to a judge. There's some yeah. sort of like weird difference legally, but well, I think the magistrate that, they they'll usually award the child support because it's cut and dry. A magistrate it's, is yeah. it's it's, it's a, essentially uh, a judge though, but the judge will have to be involved for the a actual, ruling with precedent. The ruling shit, yeah. for the yeah. actual divorce decree. Yeah. I think it makes it harder to appeal, though, too. So you can't, like, challenge the ruling or whatever. But anyways, yes. um, some of their, possibly some of, like, their pension money or, or whatever could be coming from those federal funds that they're getting. So they actually might have an incentive to make it so that, all right, we're going to give, you know, you know, we're going to give you the kids and we're going to make you pay, you know, so much money every month. They all need to die. If, that, that, that's, if the that's, thing, that's their fucking incentive, that's so it fucked. It's an incentive. It's a perverse incentive. But, I mean, if you're a man, if you're a woman, you're fe- definitely going to benefit from that. But the federal government kickback thing, I mean, that's a, that's along the same lines of offering people that extra $600 in fucking unemployment. What was yeah. that for other than to just fuck everything up? Uh, yeah. I mean, that. I, I, yeah, no, that fucks everything up, but it's the same thing with child support. When yeah. you pay it through... <clears throat> The court system is you are literally keeping people employed. That is what you're doing. Well, what I'm trying to get to is the government wants to say all this crazy shit on TV or, you know, through these fucking politicians, right? So 
typically, if you were watching that with your dad, your dad would be like, oh, that's kind of fucking stupid. Like, that's not how it actually works. Yeah. So they're in, they're incentivizing not having your dad there to be like, you're fucking, to teach you what common sense is. Sure, sure. Now, and this this does affect women in some ways, too. I mean, think about all the women that, you know, would have been forced to get a job. Yeah, that sounds tough, but a, a lot of these women would have persevered. And if if you think that women are going to flip the boardroom when they're being incentivized to stay at home, they're not. They're just not. They, they they need to have that extra push. And I think some women actually feel guilty for going out of the house and working, you know, uh, because they feel like they're supposed to stay home. I, I yeah. So if you guilty. take that op- option that. away from them, they won't feel guilty anymore. I mean, maybe they'll still feel a little bit guilty. I feel guilty when I go to work, but I don't think they'll feel as guilty. And they'll have to do it as a necessity, go out and work. And they will flip, you know, some boardrooms and stuff. That's interesting. And, and well, that will I, I bring the wage. kind of... Even the scale is a little bit for child support and, and alimony, stuff like that, is, I mean, for split custody would be like, I don't know, I feel like, why should I give you money if you don't want to work? Right. So if you want, as a woman or a man, want custody 50% of your children, you should be able to provide basic necessities. So my ex-wife did not work. So she had to get a job. She got a really shitty job, and she just made all my expenses were so high, and that's why she got awarded all that she got. So it's like if you can't pay for your housing and basic, like, electric and gas on your own with yeah. the job that you have, then you shouldn't get child support and alimony to to raise your children. You right. Know what I mean? You're going to misallocate that too. Exactly. That's yeah. going to be allocated towards your regular bills, which you're going to have to pay anyways. The other so, issue. So why do you, why do you have to just have, can't pay for your regular bills and then you would have to get less from the other person because then you're just actually taking care of the child's needs. Right. Like a know? two bedroom apartment versus a one bedroom. We've talked about this yeah, before, sure. I think, but, um, yeah, I just think that the scale, like the way that the percentages work, it's for that, um, you know, minimum wage type job, you know, 26000 to $50,000 a year, you know, maybe a combined household income of 60000 That's why the percentages are the way they are because a two-bedroom apartment or, you know, the way it's laid out sure. or even when um, – so when Megan and I, she took me back – she was pissed at me like this is a few years ago now. Like I said, we've been cool. I I have no complaints about it, but she took me back and it went up like four times, right? But that's because we were off the end of the scale when you put both yep. of our incomes together. And so it's like, you know, 850 now, bucks a month. That's did, what I uh, pay. A couple of years ago, they did raise the scale to 300000 but it was 150,000 was as high as it went. They were just extending it though. Mm-hmm. Like, they, so they were, yeah. that, that's how they were doing it. Yeah. So, cause we neither, she, so they send out a flyer every three years. I don't know if you have been a part of this yet. Well, your divorce isn't final. Yeah. But every three years they send out that flyer to both parties. Right. If you want it reevaluated, you just like fucking say yes and mail it back. It's like prepaid postage or something. Well, it was around the time when I got my DUI, so she was pissed at me because my attorney was a fucking asshole to her. And I swear to God, I I did not tell my attorney or, like, green light what he fucking sent her sure. attorney. And I she texts me instantly, like, you motherfucker. And I'm like, I text him, I'm like, what the fuck did you send her? I'm like, send it to me. Yeah. And I was like, you I remember son that. of a bitch, dude. That I fucking f- I fired him on the spot. But, I mean, it only cost me, like, I don't know. 
80 grand probably in the next 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking joke. That's not nothing. You know, when I, when I hear you guys say, oh, yeah, you know, she's, she's not she is, bad. She's nice to me. It's like. But she's saving for a college. If okay. you were paying she's me thousands of dollars a month, I'd be nice to you, too. It's bullshit. It's a, I mean, I, I'm so furious. Not furious. But I, I don't have, and this is what I was going to say, I don't have 50-50. Okay. I only I only have her every other weekend, and like some, and and she's real flexible with me. Uh, like when I get forced to work in that, if I get forced to work on a weekend we're supposed to be together because I don't have the clout, maybe to get the weekend off or whatever, she's real good about it. And I and the other thing is like, there was never a revolving door at her house. She never had like a bunch of dudes around. She's dating this one. She's married sure, to him sure. now. His name's Nate. He's cool as fuck. Like he's good to my kid. So it could be way worse. So the $850 a month I spend, it, it honestly kind of absolves my conscience when I do have to work 70, 80 hours a week and I don't get to be around my kid. And that's fair. And that's good that you, you got to a resolution that actually works for you. And well, in getting upset about it, what is it going to do for me on my day to day? It's not going to do any good. Like I have yeah, to pay it. Probably true. Yeah. But. If I, if I quit and I like go work at, you know, but it's amazing McDonald's to and have back child paid, support. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Go ahead, Justin. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Cutting you off. What's what's amazing to me is that when I argue, you know, this isn't good either. But I argue with people on the internet about it because it is an unfair system. I mean, that's just how I see it, and I can't unsee it. I feel like once you see the system for what it is, it's definitely unfair. And people think that, oh, guys are just deadbeats. They just don't want to be with their kids. I mean, that is the. I swear to God, that is the narrative that has been pushed. That is what people believe. And it's not true, and that drives me insane. Because like yeah. I was saying, it's generational. Like maybe our dads or the dads before they were they were less involved than we are now. Right. So they see that that's how it had been in the past. So they just they're putting that on us. Yeah. And like even like my, my situation. So when we first split up, we had our our uh, court date for like a month and a half out. Um, to to evaluate child support, and I was paying twenty five hundred dollars a month for my four children, and then after she got awarded um, alimony by the uh, magistrate, who completely screwed me, um, she got awarded thirty five hundred a month for alimony, and then my child support dropped five hundred dollars a month because I had to give her so much money. So why is it that she's getting more money thirty five hundred a month, and I'm paying my for my children two thousand dollars a month? I had no issue at all paying the $2,500 a month for my children because that is going to go towards my children. But is know? it? That's the it, But that doesn't matter. Well, here, here's and, where, but that's the – it's a calculation. So yeah. if that's what the court says that I owe, I have no problem with that. Right. But why do I pay you $3,500 a month because you decided that you wanted to be divorced and oh, that's didn't work out? Right. It, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. With all the research that I, that I did – I should have been paying $1,500 a month for alimony. And that's what, once it's all said and done, that's what my, my right. payment's going to be. What the judge decided. But the magistrate was went way out of her way, right. probably beyond what she was able to give her, just because that's what she decided. Right. And again, what. what and is, you're going to get the last laugh, though. Oh. Because if she, like, because that's going to run out. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm, I'm always so going to have a good job. She, so. Because, well, and most people, like, most incomes, like, Post tax, people don't bring home fifty five hundred dollars a month. Yeah, right. Like, period. Yeah. But at some point, that alimony is going to run out. At some point, your kids are going to hit eighteen, and unless she suckers another dude, yeah, 
Oh, she's yeah. pretty like fucked. She will. <laughs> but that's the thing. <laughs> right? You know, I mean, they... I don't know. Uh, we do like to say they got a bigger you know, care than we do. And, and we are, like, society right now, we are empowering women. And we are, like, taking care of ourselves. And, like, like you said... Uh, all those profiles on Facebook, like I'm an independent woman, like all of this. I got my own car. I got, (laughs) I got my own house. It's like, okay, if somebody says they have their own car and their own house, swipe left because I don't know anyone that doesn't have that (laughs) shit. Okay. That's a special thing in their area. And and that's not a special thing, but in these days of empowerment of women, and us taking care of ourselves, why do you need alimony from somebody? Right. I was yeah. asked in my divorce if I wanted alimony, and I'm like, no, I can take care of myself. I don't need your Absolutely. money. Like, yeah. why and, would I have you work to pay for me? Because I can take care of myself. And I have That's another good so friend that did the exact up. same thing. She just stepped away, let him keep the house, didn't take alimony or anything like that. Well, but I, I wanted just... the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still pissed about well, that. But you were going to pay on it. I mean, you were going to make payments on yeah, it, right? I, I was going to pay exactly. for it. I mean, it wasn't paid for. My own mortgage in my own name. But yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. different. Like, but I'm saying, like, the equity. Like, I was saying she walked away from the equity, didn't want alimony, all this shit. It's like, yeah, that that's right. what, you're right. Strong, independent women. That's what they're going to see after. But, but that give me the equity because my children going through this need the stability that... That gives staying in their same house, right? Staying yeah. in your home, not uprooting them from everything they know while going through that. Well, I just mean like equity and like the financial sense, right? Because a divorce is a financial separation as well, you know, legal. Right. So it's like that's just a numbers game. So it's like you can have the equity in the house, but you don't get like an extra 30 out of the 401k. Right. 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 Am I correct on that? And yeah. I, I think they I kind think, of balance it out. I yeah. It's like, an it's, it's like a one out when you're buying, when like companies are buying yes. companies. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And it's like completely unemotional and it's ridiculous. If you, I, like, so Cruz, you're going to get married again? Uh, definitely, probably not. Definitely, <laughs> probably not. I, I, That's exactly I'm not, this conversation. Well, I, I'm not so closed off that I would put, <laughs> Rule out, rule out anything. You know what I mean. I'm not that kind of person where I'm going to say never, exactly. never, because you never know what's going to happen. You know, I never I'm, I'm open to life. You know, I'm not closed off at all. That's a great yeah. answer. That's a great and, way and to be. Not all women are shitty like exactly. your ex-wife. Yeah, right. Well, that's like, true. And I did, I did want the equity. I did just want him to let me buy the house for what was owed. Yeah. Just because my kids needed that stability. Right, but you didn't. And it was twenty-two grand, so that was eleven grand a piece. Right, eleven grand. That's worth your kids. And you weren't taking alimony. I did not want alimony. Right, so my, my attorney was like, oh, he can pay your student loans. He can pay this. He can pay that. And I'm like, I I don't want that. Yeah, he's like, an idiot for not just giving you the house. And, and by the way, who do you think writes these laws to be so unfair? It's attorneys. It's people. There's a whole attattorney's, I don't know. Union it's, or something. It's a club. It's a club. Yeah. And they're, they're the ones that are so pushing these fucking laws that are so unfair yeah. because they want you to go to court. They want you to fight it. They want you to be so fucking yes. miserable that you're like, you know what? I'm willing to spend every dime I have to bury that bitch. That's what they want. And, and yeah. that's my, my I, I got to see husband. a little bit of that. And like, I'm sworn to secrecy. I can't talk about it. All of that stuff that he's been through. Like he is <laughs> husband number three after child number three. And like she's done the same thing to every single husband every single time. And she has buried their asses. Like it just boggles my fucking mind that you can be like that. 
That's why I'm exactly... Wait, Do some this? mental what, math real uh, quick. What is it? <laughs> what's twelve? What's twelve plus? Uh, oh, don't make me do mental math. Four, you do the mental math. Sixteen. 16. So in about sixteen and a half hours, I have a doctor right between my legs, making sure that I don't ever pay child support again. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna suck all the sperm right, right out of there. I'm getting. I'm having yeah. brain surgery tomorrow. I'm done twelve years ago. <laughs> don't regret it at all. I just. Uh, I want to go back to the independent woman thing because I got a small story, and then yes. I want to ask Brooke about her marriage, but. I remember I was going to buy my ex, soon-to-be ex-wife a car because she couldn't do that on her own. And uh, we were driving. I remember we were in, like, BG or something, and she just kind of was in the passenger seat, and she said, I just want to know that if something were to happen, you're going to be there for me financially. And I fucking stopped the car wherever I was. I pulled into a parking lot, and I looked at her, and I said, are you fucking kidding me right now? I said, Who's going to be there for me if I have a fucking problem? <laughs> yes. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. You're on your own now. I don't know if you understand what this means. Uh-huh. This means that you have to go and be a big girl and figure it out. Anyways. Hey, the court, oh, okay, the court so, says you're going to be there for her. So yeah, motherfucker. What is your question, right? <laughs> I wonder what your question is. What? Oh, you started to say about like her. You, yes. you started. Oh, well, we, we went around and we said what, what ended the marriage. Oh, I okay. What was, no, you uh, started saying something about her friend, like she was talking about her friends and like how they felt when they were breaking it off and like who's going to take care of them. And that's how you got onto the thing. I, I don't think that's where he was going. No? So okay, I'm sorry. ended okay. my marriage, uh, we were together. We got together when I was 17 and still in high school. <sighs> that uh, was so long ago. That was a great movie. Right? I know. I'm 41 he was 40? No, so he old. was not 40. He was, but he had a Trans Am. He was like 19. <laughs> he talks now. I'm sorry. And you were 17 when it was cool to have one of those. <laughs> it, it was actually a topless blazer. Damn. So, That's even worse. Oh, right? How big was this mullet? Oh, uh, it, I got pregnant when I was 19. Um, I was on birth control. My grandma was dying. My mom was out of town. My parents owned businesses, so I was running businesses, forgot birth control, uh, you know. So pregnant at 19, we got married when I was 23 because I needed health insurance, and that was literally the only reason. Uh, then three kids later, after many, many things, like his dad died, he ended up with a drug problem, like... All of this shit. So finally, like 2016, I'm like, uh, this isn't working. Like, we're not on the same level. Like, we need to figure this out because I'm not happy. And, like, as soon as that came out of my mouth, I was bombarded with, like, literally everything I did wrong. Which I wasn't prepared for because I worked, I, I literally had, like, one day off every two weeks. I worked my ass off. I would come home, I would make dinner, I cleaned the house, I cut the grass, I cleaned the pool. Like, what the fuck more do you want? And, like, when I said that, he, like, gave me everything I did wrong, and that's the point that I knew it was over. And that was, that was it. I also, like, at that point, uh, I, I cheated on him at that point. And after after all that was after I said that to him and after all that happened and after like I felt that despair of like my marriage not working and 
like, my life not being how I wanted it to be. Like, yeah, I cheated on him, and, like, the moment, like, that happened, then I absolutely knew it was over. I absolutely knew if I was capable of doing something like that, that, like, my marriage was over, and I was like, okay, I want a divorce. Now, is it true? That was it. Wow. I've, I've talked to a lot of women, and... You really killed the buzz in here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like real life I know, shit, I, right? And I appreciate you being it. that yeah. sincere about it. I'm I'm sorry that I had to be a smart ass. <laughs> no, please do that more. I, I know a lot of women, and when it's when it's over, it's like a light switch. It's just yeah, and and that's it was it. over. I was just done. I'm not. I I knew what I could contributed to the relationship. I knew what I did. I knew what I did for the kids. And I knew that his side of that whole thing was, like, everything I did wrong, and he wasn't able to, like, see his meet own me fault? halfway. That's just what I wanted, was yeah. him to meet me halfway in what was going on to fix it. And he couldn't do that. He sounds like a real dick. Yeah, he is a real dick. He still <laughs> is a real dick. <laughs> Does he still have that blazer though? I mean, that is. Oh, it was like a 1978 blazer. <laughs> like, uh, you were sorry. saying for getting birth control, and uh, for like the last six years, I haven't trusted women to take their birth control unless I knew for sure they were pro-choice. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I 100% I'm, I'm with joking. I'm not joking. I was 19 years old. My mom was in New Mexico with my little sister. I had my little brother who was an alcoholic, and they had two businesses. So I'm 19, managing two businesses and taking my younger brother to AA every day and right. getting like piss tested while doing that. That that was literally like the most stress in my life. And I didn't take my birth control like three to five days. I don't even fucking remember, right? I don't do half of that. Some days I forget to brush my fucking teeth. So it's like I'm not going to trust some chick that she's going to take a pill that might cost me $150,000 over the next 20 years. Like, No. Don't trust it ever. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. It's But it feels good. It feels so good. Oh, it's on your face. You know, it's like, <laughs> I know when it's going to happen. It's not like some big fucking, oh, shit, it came out? What happened? I didn't even know. It was oh, close. That's that's, the... that's why it's like, stop moving. And they wrap their legs around. I was like, I'll knock you the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Pretty soon you're swinging them in a circle. Like, get off me. <laughs> now, the thing about doing jujitsu is it's real easy to break the guard if you oh, know good, what you're good. doing. So that's why you're doing jujitsu. Yeah, just yeah, to make okay. sure that you don't that mean you're unwillingly fucking that means you're, succumb you're, to it. So they yeah. got some strong legs, that you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, be wary of the bitches with strong legs. Yeah. yeah. Those are the best. They're the well, craziest. me some good. Yeah, yeah. Did you get it checked, though? I hear a lot of people don't what? get it checked. It's been 12 years, though. Get it checked. Bro, I've But been... did you get it checked no. right in the beginning? No. I'm no. saying get it checked now. Just to make sure. Uh, I've been, yeah. Nature finds a way. No. Do you, did you not it watch does. Jurassic Park? No, Those no, things no, no, were no. supposed to be sterile. So, Come on. The way they used to do vasectomies was shit could grow back. The way they do it now, it's almost it's 99.99% impossible for it to grow back. Yeah, that point zero zero one. that's the shit that you should be concerned about. 
Right. I, that, I have 12 that's going to cost you $5,500 a that month. It works. <laughs> well, I, and to be honest, before we got on air, you were like, no, when you knock somebody up, apparently. Like, you know oh, yeah, when know. you're shooting, like, a decent load. Oh, yeah. So, I guess, well, by all means, good. do your I mean, thing. all good. I mean, come into a cup, and if you're like, there's a baby in there, then <laughs> you just know you're good. Oh, yeah. You I can know, self-test. I know I'm shooting blanks now, yeah. I, you I can self-test. Go get a solo cup. Fucking because that would make it You're just trying to so see this, bro. You're trying to see this happen or what? No. No. <laughs> Brooke, what were you saying? I'm sorry. sorry no, sorry. I wish men had to take birth control because that would make it so much more successful. Because you don't want kids, right? Like, yeah. Here you go. I, I heard something about people getting vasectomies like before they start, like when they're getting to the early 20s, having people get it done because so, yeah. they know they don't want to have men yeah. don't have children in their early 20s, and then get it reversed. But it's only uh, six uh, 33 percent likelihood of getting uh gametes back into the yes. cum yeah because so i the doctor has to like tell really, you that and if you make a face they like won't do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my doctor told me after five years after getting done and it's been 12 so i think i'm pretty good yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. you've got four fucking kids man how oh, many yeah. more do you want oh, I, get, I know that you're mexican you but you don't gotta rub it in <laughs> oh, hey you know what? I did my part to get I, us out of that. I I'm messing with you, dude. Short. I'm just messing with you. We can't be minorities forever. I, I did my part. Y'all, other Mexicans listening up, do your part. Have a bunch of kids. Let's do this. So I, I, I think you have about six more kids to go. <laughs> no, no, I can't afford six more kids. I don't know if you've seen the Chinese numbers, but they are quite high. Uh, I think you can't afford another ex-wife, not the kids. I definitely can afford that because once it's all said and done, it's going to be like, I don't know, half a million dollars going to cost me. That's oh. pretty expensive. Buy yeah, half. that's a lot. Yeah. The real question is, though, was it worth it? Was what worth it? Was it worth it? Being getting, married. Getting divorced. Or getting married, getting divorced. I mean, I, I can tell. Like I've known you for yeah five six years. No, I can was, tell you're happy right I, now. I, had a good, I know that know, you don't know what happiness is, see, the but biggest, you're happier now. The biggest now. problem with me at the beginning was I've I've had a really good life. Everything I've ever gone out to do and accomplish, I did. So to me, getting divorced was the hardest part. Was feeling like a failure. I felt yeah, the same I've thing. Never, man, I've sure. never experienced failure that much in my life because I've had a really good life. And it's a big so, public one. Exactly. And, and, and it's like, not only did I fail myself, I felt like I failed my kids. Yeah. So that was the, the biggest thing for me to get over. For sure. So, yep. but, yeah, that, but it was worth it. I think my, everybody my kids feels are great. I, I wouldn't never change. They anything. bounce right back. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and Louis C.K. said, divorce only gets better. Like it all every day is a little bit better. Yeah, but didn't divorced. we stop listening to that guy once he was like coming on women involuntarily? Or no? Sometimes in order to have clear thoughts, coming on women. the women were not voluntary. <laughs> he was, he knew what the fuck he was doing. So I just to go to that, he did not block the door. He asked them politely if he could masturbate in front of them. They said yes, but. He admits now that he was in a position of power over them, and they felt oh. would probably feel awkward. You're a Louis C.K. fucking sympathizer. I'm a Louis C.K. fan. He's a great comedian. Yeah, yeah he is funny. I'm just That's messing. how he rolls, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't block the door. You can leave, yeah. but if you, you don't You block want. the door, or you one of those guys. You can watch, or you can just... The door's right over there. Watch, but you're but watch, if you want to stay. What's so wrong with speaking up? Like, some guys, like, I want to come on your face. You're like, no, 
I don't want that. Like, <laughs> why is that so hard? So I, I don't know if this is a thing, but uh, the girl that I've been talking to, she thinks that it's good for your skin if you come on their face. Yeah, I I've, bet you I've it is. Yeah. I've yeah, never I've come that. on a girl's face unless yeah. it was just a really good one. <laughs> and I overshot my mark. <laughs> Well, I don't. Well, you're missing out, and so is she. <laughs> I've disappointed so many women. I mean, I, I take collagen, so I don't need anything on my oh. face. Thank you very much. Mm. Well, collagen starts Name. with C, and so does cum. So oh. they probably have some oh. of the same ingredients. I mean, oh, yeah. it's hey. probably what's and in it's my free. Collagen. Hey, dude, I take it too. Chill out. It's, it's like stem cells, right? No. no? Yeah. <laughs> Try to help you guys out. <laughs> No, it's just like amino acids, I think. It, it's like, um, it's, if you look like, at the ingredients, it's like the same type things as amino acids. Yes. I don't have, they're just different like ones. Yeah. somewhere. Yeah. All right. Wait a minute, where is it? I just learned yeah. something. Yeah. So, oh, high fructose corn syrup. What? <laughs> I, I I'll get the jug for you. one of the most shocking statistics for me when I researched divorce was the people that are statistically most likely to cheat were women in their 60s and men in their 70s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that is hot. <laughs> My take on it is like it's like a guy who's been age 70, he's been married for 40 years and just I just picture like this nagging ass wife, and he's like, "I swear to God, if Sally compliments me on my shirt again at bingo, he's like, I'm gonna offer the I'm gonna offer the dick, okay? And if she says yes, I'm sticking her in the bathroom. Thank you, Viagra. Yeah, oh for sure. He he's probably taking a Cialis like on the way to bingo. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's going down tonight. And I I bet you that's how it goes. Like you have these men like. because I'm not sure how it goes when you're that old. Like, obviously, you can still get it up, but it's are your the future. Women still receptive. It's my future. Fuck you. Uh, it's everyone's future yeah. if you're lucky, right? Yeah. Come on. I, I'm not a typical female. I plan so on. I, I, I plan on being be fucked when I'm seventy. Being fucking right? When I'm yeah, 70. I, I would. Yeah, I plan on that. I've heard that senior citizens get down. That's probably yeah. it. Like you're at bingo. Like you're like. Wife is at home. She's like, I don't want to go to bingo with you. And he's like, Hey, what's up, Mildred? Mildred's like, all about it. Yeah. <laughs> These tits are looking amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're, they're, they're at least an inch above your days. fucking navel at this point. <laughs> I'm gonna put them up around your fucking ears. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Where you at, Mildred? But I've had, I've had two speed. <laughs> I've, had, I've had two speeds sexually, okay, in my life. It was it was like when I first discovered what it was, and then when I was fat, and where I'm at now. It's like when I'm seven. I feel like now that I've lost yeah, weight, I'm like yeah. a 17 year old again. No, I will no. fuck three times a day. Hell I don't yeah. care. Yeah. It's great. You saying that like that's a lot. That's that's normal, right? That's plenty <laughs> for me. That's plenty. But no, what I'm saying is, like, so just, as I gained weight over a decade, like, I didn't realize I was probably slowly having less, like, sexual interests. Like, sure. the boners were probably of a lesser quality. Oh. You know, they were always No up. more sweet boners? Well, then your belly really cuts the distance, you know? You kind of, it's like if you're building a skyscraper and then you just keep piling dirt at the base of it, you're like, man, this fucker's only like 300 foot tall. <laughs> like, that's kind of fucked up. No, but it's just, I'm saying like in two months, I was able to lose 55 pounds and it's like, 
I feel like I'm 17 again. Like, yeah. Or, you know, whenever I first started Absolutely. fucking. Yeah. Sorry, and, mom. Uh, and, I was well, 17. The, uh, I, I hope your mom's not listening. Hi, mom. Yeah, she knows that. I, I hope she is. is. I remember when he was 17. <laughs> that bitch, Corey. <laughs> I remember finding all those socks. Oh. <laughs> no, I never used socks. I thought that was fucked up. Are you were a tall guy? No, I would use fucking disposable things. Yeah, like, why would I don't want that around. I didn't want to wash it. Like, uh, paper towels, uh, Kleenex, yeah. toilet paper. Like, why the rich fuck? one here? Yeah, yeah, 15 year old. Exactly. She had, she, fancy she had the depot shot, of course. I mean, <laughs> she, she can handle it. <laughs> No, you you blow right through those paper towels. They aren't. They're not strong enough. I get them at Costco. What do you get a week? Week, dude. You just like okay. So when I was younger, you shoot it into the shower. Okay, (laughs) that actually clogs the drain. It's bad for the drain. So do you actually use shampoo or conditioner to lube it? No, you just move the skin around. Yeah, you You don't need lube. No, No. okay. It's not the same. It's just different. Like it's a men- it's a mental game, right? As much as it is. I'll a tell you what, game. it's gonna fuck up your mental game if you get some shampoo or conditioner in the tip of your dick. <laughs> it's <laughs> over at that point. <laughs> Seventeen or not, that motherfucker's going away. <laughs> Bringing that heat. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't supposed to feel that way. You're like, oh, <laughs> kind of cool. Kind of cool until like you have. It wasn't. And that's how it feels, right? right? Oof. Oh. I yeah. had I had three other siblings, so I clogged many a drain to get some. <laughs> That's the only place you can get some privacy. Yeah, I don't know. I've just and maybe I'm fi- like maybe I've been doing it wrong. Like I've used the lube and that I have some, but that's like more cleanup. It's a lot of mess. It's yeah. more cleanup. So I like I get to the spot that I want in the video. It's got to be the right position, <laughs> and they've got to you know they've got to be doing the right thing. It's like oh you know what she wasn't really like putting her tits together. It's like let's see if they got another angle. She doesn't or, even look like she's like, enjoying oh, let's find it. another video. No, they're all laughing because this is everyone. It is everyone true. does this. They're just nobody's talking about it. Okay, female thing. Sorry. Every guy on the planet is trying to find the right video, and you've got like three or four tabs open, and you're just like. Oh, I'm not sure. Like, I'm kind of hard, but, like, I'm not ready to come yet. So, like, all right, so what are our top three today? And you're like, fuck, Brad, what what are these? Okay? So then you fucking, you're like, that one's shitty, right? All right, I'm going to go back and search again. Let's go back to the fucking million goddamn videos. And then then you click on a video, and it's like, ever heard of Jerkmates? Yeah, just, like, 14 times in the last hour. Can you please get to the fucking video? Yes, yes, but then you finally find that video, right? And you're kind of like... Okay, I think that's going to be the one. And you kind of like, you you cheat a little bit. You're like, okay, does it show her taking the tits out? Okay. Does it show the dick going in? Okay. Um, does it, does she say anything cool? Does she say anything cool? Oh, yep, we can do this one. So then you volume all the way up. All the way up. And then... And that's the best part about living by yourself. All the way. I was going to say, it's never all the way. When you were married, were you not like doing that shit like real uh, quiet no. in the I, bathroom? I did it. So why were you like we fucking your wife when you were married? Because I told you it's, I, it was, we were not there. Oh, by the yeah. time this was a thing, we were not, we didn't like each other. Like we should have been. Yes. Like, yes. A hundred percent. cleaning in the bathroom and he like walks oh. up behind me and he was like, oh, your ex ass looks amazing. I'm like, should bend me over and fuck me right now, right? Yeah, and that's a he good, healthy that. relationship. That's not and what we had. We talked about it at yeah. the beginning. 
women use that as a way to control their man. So they do. maybe it, they're it like, oh, control see, I didn't, let me, you didn't clean up my mess clean. that I made all day. I'm Even not going to fuck the you end, now. We were still fucking pretty, pretty frequently. It, it literally well, you just said three times control. a day was rookie numbers. So oh, yeah. I can only yeah, fucking no. imagine how the Gomez household no, was. We, three okay. was low. So when... The thing is that five o'clock shadow your dick's got. <laughs> so if if we weren't fucking like we were, then I that was the only thing that was like, no, that's not I'm not cool with that. I'd be out. Like if you as long as you take care of my kids and we're fucking, then that's cool. Yeah. That was enough right. for me. And but if, if one of those fell off, I would have been out. How important is fucking to a relationship for a guy? Because I feel like that's I think that's what makes us human. I, I, I think, think that's, that's very important for females too. Well, I was going to ask that. It next. pulls the two together. It's uh, like a very intertwining thing. Th- there's this thing with like women that I know that I'm friends with where they use sex as a tool to get what they want. For like, sure. Yes. Like, and if you didn't do something, like <laughs> you're not getting laid. Like it's it's like the most fucked up thing ever. Like sex yeah. is not a tool. Sex is a healthy part of your relationship that you need. It's not like, oh, well, I'll let you fuck me if you, like, do the dishes or whatever. Like, that's not how it works, but that's how so many women use it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and I don't get it because I, I'm not like I felt that. like once I, mean, you're sitting I had on a my gold mine. to me and I couldn't give my ex any more children, she was kind of like, yeah, we can have sex, but... She wasn't interested in it. Fellow apart. Really? Huh. You know what I mean? Because she I was needed that excitement. Useless to her. She could have more kids, but I couldn't. You know what I mean? Did you ever so, make her come? <laughs> I'm, <not. laughs> I'm fucking I joking. No you were the forever, of course. I ain't no bitch. Did. Come on. But, I'm joking. <laughs> but I, I did feel like, like, because I couldn't give her any more children, she just less was less interested in staying with me. So wow. is that how you felt, or is that really? How That's she how I felt, felt. And, I, and I asked her about it, and but she always gave me the same answer anytime I had any issue with 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 us. Something that, real. That yeah. I'm crazy, and that I'm I'm a negative person, and you know. And, and that's this, the fucked the, up thing about like relationships with us, like not being straight up with each other. Yeah. Like two days ago, I'm wandering around the house, like my kids are camping with my parents. I'm butt ass fucking naked, and husband is on the couch, and I'm like. Hey, and he's on his phone, and I'm like, the fuck? So I go into my bedroom, like, I get on this cute lacy bra, like, thong, and I'm like, bathroom door, wide fucking open, getting ready, and he is on the couch, playing on his fucking phone, and I, like, I'm done getting ready, I turn around, and motherfucker is sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? Next time I think you have to sta- stand over him on the couch 50-50 and just pee in that ensemble. I, like, I wanted to take a picture <laughs> to of wake him up. my ass in my thong and him sleeping on the couch and post it on Facebook and be like, huh? He would have done it to you. He would have done it to me, right? A hundred percent. hundred percent he would have done it to you. I like let it go. I'm like, whatever. Okay. Maybe he's tired. Next day I'm like, uh, like, what was up with that? He was like, Well, you didn't initiate. And I'm like, just turn around. I'm literally fucking walking around the house naked and you wanna say, I didn't initiate? And then in my brain I'm like, Okay. 
the last 10 times we've had sex, who initiated? Okay, last time was morning sex, and I woke up and rolled over and started rubbing on your fucking dick. Like, who initiated? He needs wine to dine. (laughs) Why do I need to initiate every time? Like, why is this a fucking thing? Like, was he was he holding out until you did the dishes for him? <laughs> and maybe that's it. Like, well, maybe that's part of his old more, like, some of the up. old scars from his last relationship. You, you don't know. Do you guys talk about it? No. Oh, go ahead. Sit down. <laughs> Your husband is cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, because my husband should fuck his wife more. <laughs> So maybe he he needs you to initiate it because he didn't have that in his last relationship. And, Send him and an email. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay initiating it most of the time, but I want to feel wanted. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if I'm literally walking around my house butt-ass naked when my kids aren't home, please, mm-hmm. like, come fuck me. Yeah. Why do I have to That's ask That's to your husband, that? right? That I was should <laughs> Definitely. That's not an open... I'm unclear. <laughs> I'm unclear on what that was. Maybe get some easy cheese and spray it on your tits or something. <laughs> if I have to do that, you should go find somebody else. <laughs> but it is easy cheese, so. <laughs> and like, I mean, you can't go wrong. Me, me and my female mind, like, I just don't get that when I'm, like, literally walking around my house naked yeah. and there's no kids home. Sure. And I'm not getting fucked. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And when I walk around the house naked and there's kids around, I get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the thing is, is I do it when there's no kids around. No, you get laughed at because you have the same size dick as other children. <laughs> 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 all right what, uh, what you got us over there just i don't know i gotta look through my list we've been all over we yeah we've been uh, uh we've got the women initiate divorce about 66 percent of the time but some years that number is closer to 75 percent oh wow i think we sort of touched on that earlier i think we did yeah uh, marrying a mail order bride divorce rate is between 32.6 and 43.3 percent, which is actually lower than the national average. I think that's wow. just because I don't have the years in the United States just <laughs> getting <laughs> fucked up. Because be- Americans are bitches. <laughs> no, yeah, like all, of it. yeah, yeah. You know, like we have sex like every day, but like they're not. I'm not like wondering if I'm gonna die today. Yeah, yeah. They have real problems in other countries, whereas here they have first world problems where everything, first world problems, everything can seem like a problem. Right, like your Chipotle takes 25 minutes instead of 15. That is a problem. I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) They've been fucking up lately. I have PTSD. They have been fucking up. Like, make my tacos. I want extra cheese and extra sour cream. Put it on there. So many new people, too, and they're always chipping you on yes. your meat and everything. Yes. You get the bullets like, wait a minute, why is my uh, cover on this concave? Exactly. Like, wouldn't it be like it busting out? It should be like that. Yeah, they're fucking uh, up big time. Yeah, Fuck you, Chipotle. Get your shit together. <laughs> Send us free coupons. <laughs> I think maybe we touched on this too. Age gap marriages. A one-year age gap makes a couple 3% more likely to divorce. Five years, 18% more likely. Ten years, 39% more likely. 20 years, 95% more likely, and 30 years, 100% more likely to divorce. Wow. So, so think, I don't think any of us are old enough to hit that 30-year mark. That's kind of gross. <laughs> what was the age gap between my I got my ex-wife? Seven-year-olds. Yeah. She was born in 84, uh, October of 84. I was born in February of 90. 
So what is that? Six, five and a half, half years? years? Yeah. So you're more likely to divorce just because of the yeah. age gap. Oh, yeah, I didn't catch that. I yeah. was just... Yep. Because you got... You're like a dick like a baby. <laughs> yeah, you know, the issue is not the actual size no, of it. It's I how mean, big I am makes it look weird. <laughs> okay? It's not. Oh, proportion. It's like, you know, you put like a decent engine in like a big car. Yeah. It's like, eh, it's, it, it does it's, what it's supposed to do, okay, but, but you know. It's yeah. a six-cylinder engine, but it's in a semi-truck. It's, right. it's not going to pull. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, it's it's barely yeah. moving the fucking the cargo in the back. It's, it's putting a 5.7 on a Dodge Neon, right? That's the... Better scenario instead of putting the five seven. On yeah, the I mean, off. yeah. If you put if you put my dick on somebody that's like five foot tall, you're gonna be like, holy shit! I think they could probably like lean wait, on wait, it. Wait, you know, oh, talking shit about That's now? why I thought my ex husband had a big dick because he was five eight. I get it. <laughs> I, it's all relative, right? Like yeah. you're relatively happy. You're relatively. Yeah. So what do you think? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> How'd them st- dick stack up? I That's know. what they ask. <laughs> Cruz don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't. I'm Cruz is like, nah, I'm so happy. <laughs> Cruz is like, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> fuck it. If I could have an orgasm, I'm good. I don't care. How Cruz is like, husband. <laughs> Cruz is like, uh, who had the bigger dick, husband one or two? As long as I get my orgasm, you know, I'm fine. Stop out. <laughs> Hey, either way it goes, props to you, Austin. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Orga- hooking, oh, orgasms definitely, like. definitely matter just as much or more. More, for I, sure. D- yeah, if you can make me calm, like, okay, there's, your dick size is good. Like, there's a handful of women out there that probably think I'm awful mm-hmm. at sex because I didn't make them come. And I probably was awful at the time. I don't fucking know. It's on that. I mean, I came. My question is, what did they do? Did they just lay there? Because that's not fair. Well, and also, why can you not, like, take charge of your own organ? That's what I'm saying. Right? Or or just, like, tell me what to do. Yeah. Tell me what to do. I'm, like, a pretty nice guy most of the time. Well, there's a lot of douchey guys out there that take offense to that. That's true. That's true. And, you know, we got to break that same problem. Yeah. Cause you just tell me, I don't care. You want me yeah. to go side to side with my tongue? I'll go side <laughs> to side with that motherfucker. You want That's me to right. do the alphabet? I'll do the fucking alphabet. Want me to I'd blow as hard as I good. can? Okay, that doesn't seem safe. <laughs> so, but all right. So I, I don't have like a lot of dexterity. It's my fucking tongue. I can talk with it. And and I think that's the problem with women is like. What is it? Like sixty percent of women don't orgasm with penetration. Yeah. Why mm. the fuck not? It's because we're not speaking up about like what we need or what we want. I have a hard time. Having an orgasm when I'm on the bottom, which I mean I still can sometimes, but not all the time. But like bitch, if I haven't had an orgasm, I'm climbing on top and I'm gonna ride you till I do, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> I don't want to repeat it. Repeat, I don't it. repeat it. Well tell me so I can repeat he it because I'll say anything. He goes, he goes, he got 300 pounds laying on top of you. I don't know what you expect. I (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god, Shit. this turned into Howard Stern so fast. Oh, Why not? It really did. Why not? And, and I was going to do the vasectomy thing by walking out with my balls hanging out of my fucking <laughs> shorts. That's how I was going to segue into it and be like, oh, I'm having brain surgery. <laughs> Decided to keep it a little more rated G. And said, when you started talking about girls forgetting the pill, I'm like, well, I ain't going to have to worry about that. <laughs> That's Never trusted them anyway. Beautiful. Shouldn't. You should not. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Never. Don't trust a bitch. Ever. But that, that first chick that I had sex with, she had that depo shot. She was like a year or two younger than me. I was 17. And she was like, was she fucking, person? she fucking got me. And she's like, I quit talking to her. Cause like, she just, she was like, it's not, it seemed like she was maybe messed around with her ex, right? We're in fucking high school. It's so funny when you say ex. Like it's not, I feel like a douche saying it, but the guy yeah. she was with before me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it seemed like they were fucking around, like, you know, like there was something there. So I'm like, eh, I just don't want any part of you. And uh she calls me crying, like, I, I think I'm pregnant. Oh. That. And fucking reeled my ass back in where I'm, like, thinking about, like, how do I be a good guy? Like, yeah, I got to sure. get a job straight out of high school. I got to go into the military or something. Come to find out she's full of shit and a pathological liar. Tacos but actually, <laughs> I want to go into this if nobody cares. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, she, so because she was so much of a liar, I thought that what she had told me about her family, I thought that maybe that was a lie. I looked it up like two years ago and I saved the article. Her, she's from New Hampshire. Her mom and dad were separated. Her mom was dating somebody else. I don't know if that's what spurred it. You know, I, yeah. I don't know the whole dynamic there, but there's a, there's definitely some mental illness. The dad fucking killed the mom and her boyfriend and then himself with the girls in the house. Holy shit. Yeah, like the dad came over to get them or, or see the girls or something and fucked all three of them up. Wow. And I found the fucking news article from back in 2000 and... Uh, in like 2003 or four, wow. I was like, holy shit, she wasn't lying about that. But like the fact that she lies about a bunch of other shit, like I can't imagine the damage on a young girl. Oh, to be, you know, I, yeah. I, I always gave, like ever since then, I've always just given her the out on that. I, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah, no. Like your whole world. And she, he, she lived here because she was living with her aunt. And like her okay. aunt, yeah. her aunt and uncle really didn't even like her. <laughs> well, that sucks. <laughs> Yeah, like, they're kind of assholes. Hey, just like, so you know, I, I know a lot happened to you, but you're kind of a burden for us, okay? <laughs> like, I was just like a, a young, horny kid when I met them, and I just had sure. this feeling of, like, they're not very super nice people. Like, they, they thought it was a burden. Sure. You know? Sure. And, and she had daddy issues, so you could slide right in, right? <laughs> Think about how low the bar was, though. <laughs> and then out, and then in. No, yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And then, believe it or not, uh, back out again. If anyone's wondering, like, where it goes from there. But now when you're coming, it stays all the way in. Because she had the depo shot. Yeah. Yeah, you might as well just blow your load in there. Right? Do they still do that? Might as well. Do they still do that shot? Oh, uh, it makes so. people fat. Oh, she like, was she was so, a little thick. Like at anyway. first, they were like, oh, this <laughs> depo shot is Two amazing. Two C's. Like, hey, they need loving, too. And then... Like, For my sure. friends, they got it when I was in high school, gained, like, 80 fucking pounds. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, that's birth control because nobody wants to fuck you anyway. Right? Like- <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, it but works. I will say another cool thing about that chick, she liked to suck dick. Like, she loved it. I got a blowjob once yeah, on the yeah. back, <laughs> on the way back from Chicago on one of those, like, big, like, uh, tour bus things. Like, we went with our... Oh, with other people? Fuck yeah! <laughs> she just, like, we just fucking, like, it was at night, coming home from the museum or whatever, went to the Museum of National History. National history. So she did better with a crowd. And that's why you date fat bitches because fat bitches want to make you happy. <laughs> the best blowjobs I've ever exactly. got were all yeah, from yeah. girls that could have lost like, about 50, I, uh, 60 I will pounds. To they can <laughs> and they can suck your dick. Like, like incredibly some of them. Yes, yes, yeah. I got one like last a, year. Like I hope you're not obstacle. listening. Like but last year... <laughs> The the gagging thing was new for me last year, <laughs> and this chi- like because I just I've always been like uh, super polite about it. Like let's just say that, and uh, I'd just rather fuck you because like I just thought it was like a demoralizing thing to do. I've come to grow out of that, but <laughs> but the first time this chick's like, oh, I want to suck your dick. I'm like. That's cool. And all of a sudden, she's like messing around, messing around. All of a sudden, oh, 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 oh. I'm like, I was like, I grabbed your hand. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, you don't like that? You feel like a beast? You like picked your head up. I just was like, hey, come here a second. Come here. Let's have a little powwow back up at the pillows. Like, let's just talk up here. This is where the safe space at the pillows. Are you okay? Like, Like, what was he doing to you down there? Because it was great. It felt good until I heard you doing that, and then it really fucked me up. (laughs) But I don't know. Like, it's the best when they don't have to gag. To in my for me, like if they can just just put it wherever it goes, and they don't. Yeah, yeah, no gagging. I I mean, like it's not hard to not shove it back there so far that you gag. Like it. That's not a hard thing. No, but the ones that can shove it all the way back there and then not gag, those are those are the professionals. Like, give them props. They're great at it. Yes. No, I have a pretty good gag reflex. You know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) When you're married to somebody with a short dick, it doesn't matter. I was gonna say, wow, see, the stomach definitely hits the forehead. (laughs) You're just huge, (laughs) Brad. Oh my god. This is turning well, into a shit, so, shit show. Anyway, like, we literally know our limits. Why are you shoving yeah. it down so hard that you're fucking Plus, gagging? don't you know CPR? So Fuck yeah. She blacks out, you can just bring her back. I also know 911. I, I had a chick tell me I that. I just said She's it. Like, hey, if, if, you, if you chug me out and I go out, then you know CPR, you can bring me back. I'm like, cool! <laughs> you know? Do you fucking lock it in? Fucking oh man, I... That's yeah. some I, I, See, I, I, like, I still I like get, I still I get scared about that like because you, you you fucking go to prison. I, mm-hmm. I would not trust you some motherfuckers to do CPR and save my life. Like, I've done CPR on people. Like, I don't trust somebody else to do that shit on me. Well, I'm getting yeah. choked out. Like, it, there's not necessarily... In a healthy person, yes. there's no need for CPR. I've seen it happen uh, to jiu-jitsu. No, jiu-jitsu. you're talking about, like... You're talking about fucking and choking them, right? Yeah. Yeah, he pivoted. But it was like jiu-jitsu. No, but I'm saying jujitsu. People get choked out. <laughs> you locked it in like oh, you're yeah. naked. Oh, that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's hardcore. Oh yeah, that's what no. she wanted. Yeah, the, no, I baby, please, baby, please. I don't, don't fuck around. You must have a huge dick because to get like a rear naked and be in them. That's oh, good. I mean, I'm good right. for you, man. <laughs> good for you. I'm not gonna. Unless you were doing it from the front, like a dart, so you just fucking lean no, on them. No, no, no. Oh yeah, no, that's a little 
like or leave their shirt on them. You can kind of like, it's called a cross collar choke. You can get the same thing or just take this shape and push it right there. You're not actually trying to shut off their air. It's just the blood flow. I, I actually <laughs> want to feel it when I'm getting fucked. I don't want to be knocked out. So yeah, yeah, you're, 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 you're there's a fine line. Like just yeah. get them on yeah, the yeah, edge. There's a fine yeah. line there. So there's, there's a fine a line. Fine get them on the edge. Like a little bit of blood restriction in the carotid arteries. Absolutely. Different like, strokes. Squeeze strokes, some, you know? but like, I don't knock me the fuck out. Like, no thank you. Like I said, it's a very fine line because the right <laughs> amount of pressure for about eight seconds and you're asleep. And that's the problem with a woman just says way too long. But I'm just saying you can do that on accident pretty yeah. quickly. That's why I'm always very careful of it. This is a problem when women just say, hey, choke me because it's like, all right, well, there's like... Okay. And different ways to do it. Like, so like, do, that like, do I murder so you? Like, the first are you time, telling me to murder you? The first you? time somebody says it, you go kind of hard, and you're like, all right, maybe that was too much. Their eyes will start rolled in the back of their head. <laughs> well, the other thing is, you, back you can stop. fuck somebody's windpipe up. Yeah, that's yeah, why sure. I mentioned just putting pressure around right. the windpipe. That's what they so, generally mean, so I think. So women should take note, like, when you want to be choked and fucked at the same time, like, please specify like, yeah, just I grab my hand. Done. Grab my hand and just put it there. Do you remember? <laughs> knows what to do. I just it sounds like a self you Use your yeah. words. You know. No, do you remember Full Metal Jacket when he told the guy to choke himself? Choke on, yourself on, you on my hand. Don't do you that. touch my just, fucking hand. Just, just <laughs> lead into it and tell me what kind of pressure you want. <laughs> I swear to God, That's where I'm we're headed. that. Next time we have sex, I'm going to be like, choke yourself, bitch. Choke <laughs> on my hand. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Uh, you I just want to point out he you, didn't honey. say no. <laughs> no right? Just throwing that out there. So I have a, yeah, you're an empowered statistic. man. You can say no at any time. <laughs> I have I'll another... What, Justin? I have oh, another sorry. statistic here that says women initiate choking 88% of the time in a um, relationship. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. never initiated it until the first chick that, like, was like, hey, you know, do this to me. And then probably ever since then, I've always done it, like, very gently. You want me to sh- do you want me to show you? Like, how? <laughs> no. no, but, like, not one time are they like, don't do that. Not, yeah, not no, one never. fucking yeah. time. Yeah, never. They love it. They also don't tell you to put a condom on. Or they, I'm not saying they say don't. What's I'm saying they never suggest a condom, yeah. right? That's like a very me thing. I'm like, well, bitch, well, I don't know you. And, uh, um, yeah, I'm going to fucking put this thing on or it's not happening. I mean, you I'll jack off in your bathroom. Like, this dude makes money. This is the next 18 years of well, my I, livelihood. Well, I try my hardest so that they I don't know that go thing you've just said. Yes. <laughs> I dress like a hobo half the time. That helps. <laughs> I drive a Ford Explorer with about 80,000 miles on it. Right. And you're like, you're going to have to pay doing for real like, well for You a fancy hobo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought about selling it recently because the resale value is quite high. Oh, and a couple of times. Ikea. I thought you were talking about your dick for nice a second now. there. No, but what I was gonna <laughs> what I was gonna say is I was like, damn, my boy got it like that. <laughs> there's there's been a couple of times that like pe- girls have been like, oh, it's really nice, just because I cleaned it a little bit, and right. I'm like, fuck, I gotta get a shittier car. <laughs> That's why I said, like, go get yourself a Kia Rio, like the motherfucking security guy at work who par- parks literally. 
this close to my Jeep. Like, I can't get into my Jeep because of the security guy at work. You have the fifth his door. Kia Rio Going through the back. That parks right next to me. And I'm like, do you hate me? On the cameras, he gets to watch you. He gets to watch you slide in there on the cameras. That's what, what he's I doing. What did I do to you for you to do this to me every morning? <laughs> yeah. And I like I see a security hat in the back of the car, and I want to fucking kick it. But those security yes, guards are douches. Oh, they are so much. I was out in the smoke shack, and like the one dude drove by, and I'm like sweating like a motherfucker because it's 98 degrees outside, and wiping my safety glasses off. And he was like, "You need to put your safety glasses on." Oh and I'm god, like, they'll it's fuck. Tripping. Like you in your okay. air conditioning in your truck are telling me to put my safety glasses on in the smoke shack when I am, like, literally dripping in sweat. Fuck off. Yeah. What, yeah. Do, you, what do you do for a living? Uh, I uh, walk around outside and look at shit. <laughs> and break the rules. <laughs> and break the rules, apparently. 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 And some guy in air conditioning has to fucking remind you what the rules are. I so. got accused of trying to run down a security guard. <laughs> oh, shit. What? 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 At I, 6 in the morning coming into work. No. Was it? Was this around the time of the uh, temperature yeah. things? The screens? Temperature <laughs> screens? Uh, I got a, I got a talking to yeah. about after how I, ta- I talked to I, someone. I got a parking ticket at a building that wasn't really open. So I went to the gym <laughs> at 4 a.m. on a Sunday when nobody was working because I parked in a handicapped space. So I got a parking ticket. <laughs> I was like, "There's no other car in this parking lot." <laughs> I had a what are you doing? Those for a minute. How many how many tickets do you have? I You've just have. I think I, maybe I have either that one or maybe I got another one when I was a plant nine. I think I'm I got sure. beat. I think I have two. I had a pile. So I've been up, saving I had them. A pile I've of been... like ten of them because I didn't have my tag in my window. Yeah, and it was a during turnaround. I was there every fucking day, so I was getting <laughs> one every single day. I was like. Dude, you'd think That's this guy would be tired of, you know, writing me the same ticket. <laughs> no, he gets to tell his boss. ticket every day. He gets yeah. to tell his boss. He fucking, hey, I got that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to do something, right? Oh, but those parking passes are like fucking hey. gold. So we're, hey, I we're bought... way far off of the podcast <laughs> now, so <laughs> we're, let's but wrap it up seriously. and then let's keep talking about it. I bought my Jeep back in October. I went to security. I'm like, I need a new parking pass for my Jeep because I still have my other car. It has a parking pass. And he was like, no, you go down Pickle and go to this place. So I went to that place, and I'm like, I need a parking pass. And they're like, we don't do those here. I don't. Oh, you went to Bose? No, I went next door to process security. Uh, And that's where security said that we got parking passes. Still have no parking pass in my Jeep, but Kevin I've Kennedy, never get gotten a ticket. Get your shit together. I just have the black Kia that parks really close to me. Because your car, because he thinks you're not supposed to be pass. there. Yeah. <laughs> so call me out. All right, does anyone else have anything to add about relationships, divorce, child support? I got a couple of things, and they're sort of interesting, so I want right. to get to them. We'll uh, close on these women are more likely than men to initiate divorces, but women and men are just as likely to end non-marital relationships. The breaks up, breakups of non-marital heterosexual relationships in the U.S. are quite general, neutral, and fairly egalitarian. Uh, that that proves my point, though. Like, it's... it's a, they, the Guys are not initiating the end of a divorce if they are the breadwinner, which... Right. Is usually because they're working more hours. They're more. We talked about this on the last episode where they're yeah. more aggressive to make more money. 
-hmm. right? Like money is important as far as like feeling you provide for your family. So like when you, none of that shit's at stake, it's much easier to look at a a relationship objectively. Yeah. You know, what's, what pissed me off about this article is they gave like a reason for it. That wasn't that. And I thought, I want to hear obviously that is the reason. Yeah. (laughs) At least that's what it seems like. Yeah. It says, Social scientists have previously argued that women initiate most divorces because they are more sensitive to relationship difficulties. No. Rosenfeld argues that idiots. were this true, women would initiate the breakup of both marriages and non-marital relationships at equal rates. So they, I, I guess maybe they didn't. Somebody argued that that was... Yeah, it's bullshit. Incorrect. Yeah. yeah. Bullshit. And I would say, in a general sense, women are more sensitive. But if you're saying when marriage isn't a part of the equation and relationships, when they break up, it's just as much guys as girls, mm-hmm. then there's some incentive that's keeping them married. Right. And it could be that, you know, maybe that they look like a failure, right? Like it's a failed sure. thing, their first big thing in their life, they failed, or something like that. But you usually... By the numbers, guys have a lot more to lose than women, especially when there's kids involved. If if you would have told me that if you divorce your wife, you know, when I was married, that you were going to get, I mean, at this point, it's like $168,000. I would have been like, uh, yeah, I'm going to do this. (laughs) That third time. It's a a fucking joke. That third time you were asked to, like, clean up the house more and you're like, okay, did I leave one thing out? No, I'm gone. I'm gone. And okay. Oh, so, and I get to have the kids all the time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I also thought this sort of goes along with all that. Lesbian couples are twice as likely to divorce as gay men. Oh, I don't know. Bitches so, will be bitches. I feel like when you put all that information together, it just—I don't know. In, in my opinion, oh, they're twice as. And likely. I have an agenda. I was misheard that when you the said the problem. I think, I think men, when they're committed in a relationship, whether you have kids or not, like they're committed, they're going to make it work, even though men are more likely to cheat than women. Like I think when it comes yeah. to marriage, they don't initiate divorce because number one, they don't realize that things are not okay. Number two, yeah. like they're willing to do what it they takes would suffer to. through it. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. We can shut that off usually. Yeah. Like, I would have shut my shit off just as, like, when we're working 80-hour weeks, I could see my kid, you know, 30 minutes to two hours a day, maybe, depending on what's going on. Like, I could sleep in the, I would, I joked about that at one point with her. I was like, I'll just sleep in the basement. I'm like, (laughs) we'll make this work for the girls. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But I I understand that. I'm glad that didn't happen. When our needs are not met, we're more likely to be like, all right, I'm done, because... When you're a female, obviously there's like 30 other guys sending you dick pics on Snapchat that you have your pick up, right? I like, wish there were chicks just sending me pictures of their pussies. <laughs> Life must be so hard like for you. There, yeah. Right? <laughs> Boo hoo. No, they're out there, but I'm saying like, I don't know. I feel like I'm, this is the best version of me that's ever existed, and I haven't gotten any unsolicited, well, I guess last year I was getting some, but it was one. It was one the best weird, version of you. That was one. That wasn't the best version, but that was just somebody who likes one. to send pics. You need we to go back to that, that flabby Brad. That was getting all the one pussy pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stay where I'm at, God willing. Uh, you got this. I have to not work out for the next two weeks. I'm not uh, looking forward to that. Well, you should mm-hmm. not, because Brad, who is not eating carbs and is working out every day. Brings us in the control room 
drumsticks and Klondike <laughs> bars. So me and Grant are pigging the fuck out on ice cream. This guy did. And Brad is eating <laughs> keto granola. So he impulse bought this oh ice God. cream and then it was like, oh, I don't want it in my house. That's what, I do that all the time. But no, like no, two he, weeks before, I did fuck up some ice cream that somebody had in there. So that's why I was like, I'm going to oh, put oh, give back. It. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. I've had you cheat days. Yeah, yeah. I've had cheat yeah. days. Re- replace it for me and Grant to just take the fuck out on and like well, I, feel like shit. I do like you guys. We're like, oh my God. I want you guys to eat as much as you want. <laughs> no. <laughs> Brad does like everybody. He's a good dude. Most of that. Thank you, you. You are a good dude. And thank you for Thanks. the ice cream. But it's right, well, not appreciated. I've got some keto ice cream here if you want when we're done. <laughs> keto ice cream, yes. Uh, you can have, but there's a ton of fat in it. So it's like, it's it's too much keto, I think. It should have some protein. Okay. Yeah. We all need more protein. You need to add we? some protein. <laughs> hey, if just, you initiate, you can have the protein. <laughs> if you initiate, you get all the protein you want, all right? So do you have anything else to add to that, Justin? I got nothing to add. Cruz, thanks for coming, man. Hey, thanks yeah. for having me. Cruz, I had a great time. You, I'm going to say something that's kind of fucked up. But you helped the rest of us guys realize we don't have it that bad. So fucking hang. That's true. Hey, oh, hey. You, are no. the, you are the divorce but, all-star. Yeah. But what I'm saying is hang in there, man. Oh, it's going to be worth it. Just keep fucking riding the oh. wave. And if it ever gets shitty, do not hesitate to call me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's all temporary, you know. Yep. It, I'll be all right. It is. You can always make more money. Exactly. You can always make more money. I've been yep. saying that for years. Anybody that knows me, they've heard me say that more than once. Fuck yeah. That's a great yeah, outlook. That, awesome. That is a great perspective. Yep. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Later. Anyone else want to say goodbye? Bye. <laughs> <laughs>